Welcome back to the Long Live Junto Fireside Chat. Tonight, I, Freelance Beef, will be your host. On today's episode, we will dive into our weekly reflection of the week and, of course, our repeat Junto origin question. For the other segments, we'll have What If Remix, High Five, Low Five, Unbelievable History, and to cap it off, The Ultimate Present. If you want to watch the full podcast video, you can catch us on our YouTube channel at Long Live Junto. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And if you ever want to watch the podcast live, you can watch us on Twitch at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at Long Live Junto. Thank you for joining, and here we go. Wait, I want to say something real quick too. I forgot to mention. 
Uh, my day got so much better yesterday because I left a sandwich, my like my oh, nice yeah. sandwich, on one of the one of the holes, and I tried to go back and find it, and it was nowhere to be found. The pro shop at the front was closed, so at the end of the uh, at the end of us playing golf, we ended up returning our cards, and luckily someone turned in my sandwich. Hey. I was so happy. So there you go. thank yeah. you to all you uh, avid golfers out there, and all your like honesty and. I just feel like there's a culture built around golf where, um, you know, there's just a sense, a level of respect that people have as golfers, um, where you can appreciate each other and, and like, uh, you know, if someone leaves the club, like, you, it, it's definitely a pay it forward type of mentality, I think, with golfers. So, um, yeah, just thank you to all you golfers out there because, man, it made my day that I got my club back. So. Yeah, that's that's clutch, dude. We were, you, we were, you guys are drove, driving all over the, all over the course looking for that thing. National treasure. Uh, hey, the clues. I mean, you just get some, get some Nick Cage in there to steal a Declaration of Independence. <laughs> if you put events together like that, I would totally do it. Oh yeah, for sure. Do we? Do we should? Yeah, we should do that. Gone in sixty seconds. Scaven- National treasure. Yeah, scavenger hunt. Mix them all together. <laughs> Speed. I think they call those escape rooms now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my week was good. Um, work was. It wasn't as uh, mind-numbing as last week. Um, I did a Call of Duty stream for us on Tuesday. That was fun. Um, my mom's birthday was uh, yesterday. Got to spend time with family, and that was that was awesome. Uh, yes. After. Which is which is on, but uh, yeah. After after golf, I went to. Uh, my family's. We went out to dinner at this really good. We got. I, I keep saying we need to go to this place, and I always forget about it. It's called Brew Ale House in uh, Los Alamitos. I don't know if you've ever been. Oh, you guys didn't change from. Did you tell me like Captain Jack or something? Oh, that's that's Saturday. Oh, we're going okay. there. Yeah. Damn, yeah. 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 Well, technically the the birthday. Yeah. The technically the birthday celebration is Saturday. I literally just went over there to hang out and you know and then we were like look, look, we haven't had dinner yet. Do you want to have dinner and. Uh, they were like, no, I haven't had dinner, so they, we just went to some place that was that, that's close and really good. What'd you say it was? Uh, Brew Ale House Kitchen oh. in uh, Los Alamitos. So it's a brewery too. It's got like yeah, it's got beers and it's got a it's like a, it's like an assortment of food. It's it's actually got kind of uh, it's got a little something for everybody kind of kind of deal. But uh, Friday was good uh, setting up this uh, monstrosity. Hopefully it's coming coming through good. I'm gonna have to check it. Uh, here soon, but you learned you did it pretty well. I mean, this is the fir- you opened it at like 4 p.m. 4:30. Yeah, and you did pretty well. So you had, yeah, yeah, pat yourself on the back. So kudos to you. Yeah, it's like yeah, once Edward Scissorhands cables right there. Yeah, my cable my cable management is not is not on par right now. A little bit better so. than mine. I'll say that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was my week. It was it was good. With you holding the mic that way, do you want to sing now? Oh yeah. Coach can uh, chime in with some Bohemian Rhapsody, right, Coach? Oh hell yeah. Coach, how was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, this was actually uh, it was kind of a nice week after being sick last week. Going through a whole work work week, uh, not being sick was pretty damn nice. Uh, it's also kind of calming down a little bit because we're getting towards the end of like a school semester, so my. Uh, my workload with my athletes is uh, is definitely on the lower end, um, and we're just getting prepped for summer. 
But um, so that's kind of like, that's probably the busiest part of my thing right there is like really just working with athletes as they get ready to panic about finals and uh, get ready for summer and summer. What's that? You kind of mess with them with the, I would play, you know, the finals. Cause like, I remember when I was in finals week, I would be like stressed and I'm mean, already stressed all the time, but like the, I was like a lot more stressed where I'm, I would be walking around like a zombie. So it's like, do you, do you ever just like, you know, I, I don't know. I would just mess with them a little bit. Do you, do you do that or like mess with if you Um, No, I don't have the opportunity to mess with them. Cause like most of my teams like just ended their season. So they're taking a little bit of a break. So some of my kids I haven't really actually seen this whole week. Um, the team I've seen the most is like football. Football's getting ready to for their first playoff game tomorrow. Uh, so I'll get that. So I've been, I've been getting psyched up for that. That's crazy because football, the NCAA finished like forever ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, the um, the uh, the NAIA uh, organization basically let you. I think they let you basically let you choose That's a if real you organization, want to play folks, Just to let you winter. know. That's what. That was a real organization. Just to let you guys know, he didn't make that up right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, they uh they they let you like play in the fall like a normal season or like in the winter and then they they're like oh we're gonna have the playoffs for everybody like in April, um and then like national title stuff like in May, so um round one of playoffs is this weekend so we're we're hosting a game, um so we have our home game tomorrow afternoon and I'm excited to, like the guys have been working with for four months now uh to like get the season to go out and play so, the highlight of my week has yet to come. I thought your uh, your weightlifting stream was pretty phenomenal. Well, thank you. Uh, I was pretty. I was a little tired after that one. You did. You did really well, man. Like I, I think uh, it was a it was a level two point oh of what what you got the first time. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited for three point oh and four point oh and uh, into infinity and beyond. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to start throwing in some acrobatics or like lighting stuff on fire while I lift it to, <laughs> to really keep every, everyone on the edge of their seat. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was Johnny, my Johnny Blaze or yeah, trying to yeah. make a deal with the devil. Yeah, that CGI doesn't age well. There's some no, it does not. Oh, you know what? If I turn into a Ghost Rider, I'd be okay with that. That'd be pretty badass. This chain's cool, and the motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> that's about, that's where it stops. The devil's gonna double, man. Yeah. <laughs> another another random movie that's like that. Is you guys ever seen Bedazzled, Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser? No. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's like where so he's, he get, keeps getting making wishes to the devil, or like I think he's got like three wishes to the devil, and the devil's like like he's like I want to be ri like with one George of the, the jungle that dude. Yeah. yeah oh, I have seen it. Yeah, remember there's one like with one that of the babe in the red and the red dress. Yeah, she's the okay. devil, and so she yeah. every time he wishes something. I have, I've seen that <laughs> and it always backfires yeah. on him. So like he wished to be like a uh, a famous, pretty much the white version of Shaq. And he like he pretty much wished that. And then like he's he wants to get with this girl, and the girl's the reporter in the scenario. So he's like, I want her to be the reporter. And so she, you know, the uh, what's her name? I don't remember. I can't remember the devil's name. She's really uh, Elizabeth Hurley. It's Elizabeth Hurley. So Elizabeth mm -hmm. Hurley like snaps her fingers, and he's doing an interview, and he talk. He just profusely sweating and like all over her and then she's like at the, the girl the girl was the reporter and she's like hey do you want do you want like nobody's here anymore do you want to uh-huh and then he undoes his robe or whatever it is and he's a little wiener <laughs> so like she's like never mind and she leaves like instantly oh my gosh 
We've all there. been there. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I don't. Oh, we went off the random topic because of the devil, right? Yeah. Devil, Johnny Flame, Blaze, and yeah. You started that with the Ghost Rider thing. The little wieners. Yeah. That would be it, yeah. Just start adding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just sure we're going again. Win and run. Yeah, win and run. So I think I think that can move us over. So um, the Juto question, origin question. I am going to say I will have to explain it to our group because I had to look up what some of the words meant. Um, that's so. That we're gonna run into. I was looking at some of the lists, like as you guys keep going, and I was like, "Oh, good, good luck on that one," because I was like, "I don't even know what that's saying." But that's what we have uh, Google for. So um, the question of the day is, sorry, Junto origin question of the week is: Have you had any weighty affair in hand in which you think the advice of the Junto may be of service? So I'll say it again: Have you, have you any weighty affair in hand? So that, so to explain that to the audience and everyone here, so weighty is just, it's, it's like powerful or it meant something, like, you know, when it happened to you, it had a, it like touched you. Affair is like an engagement or it could be an experience. So have you had a, an experience that meant something to you? Because in hand, like it, it's in your head, is in hand, that's what it's in point. Oh, I lost it there. In which you think the advice of the Junto may be of service. So Junto would give, let's say you experienced something where Junto, Junto could give advice here today and it could have helped with that experience. So that's what it's asking. So I will start with, I was about to say my own name. I was about to say it, but uh, coach, let's go with you. Cause you got that 1776 thing going on and Benjamin Franklin I think was alive, but I don't know. And yeah. <laughs> So okay, so Beef, can you can you please repeat it for me again, just just so we're just so we're on the same page? Sure. Do you want me to explain? Do you want me to do, the, do my version of it to make it easy? Yeah. Have you had an experience that that you know it could it could be recent, it could be doesn't matter in life where you you would want to get pretty much our opinion on it in a sense that it could have bettered the situation or or you know it could be a serve the advice could be important towards it. So so if like you experience um, something that or you had an issue in life or whatever, and you kind of want to hear what would you guys have done, what would he have done in that situation? That's essentially yeah. what, what it's asking. Yeah. I think that's what it's asking. I mean, I could, I could be totally wrong, and then it's like... Yeah, but that's like, what we're going to go with. That's where we're going with. I, there's, you know what's the funny part is we interpret it completely wrong, and then there's like Junto historians <laughs> just ripping on us. Yeah. Like, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah, God, you're ben, sick. Like Ben Franklin's seven times great-grandson is like yeah. pissed at us. Benny? Yeah, but, <laughs> he just goes by B. Yeah. BF. Um, you stalled a little bit on that, so well, you, you took, you had to give us. I would a, say, um, I would say something, something that's it's not necessarily specific to this week for me. Um, well, and I, I think just want to clarify gonna, to you, everybody, it can be at any time in life. So I, yeah. you, could, you could go to back to when you were in diapers for all I care, and this, it would count, you know. <laughs> Uh, I think this is definitely something that's kind of like a storyline for me uh, recently. But I'd say um, it kind of ties into, in, into a segment we had last week where we talked about uh, happiness and money. Um, 
And for me, uh, you know, just like the revolving door that is like my career sometimes in like different areas, um, like applying to jobs or like looking at things like I know that we all like are from different like walks of life and everything, but um, I think that probably talking to you guys more, like just getting your guys' feedback on like life stuff you know, like life situations, like when it comes to me, like looking for um, jobs or like looking to move elsewhere for a job or take a different job somewhere else and kind of like bouncing things off you guys, because I know we've all talked about like moving different places and things to consider. Um, you know, some of us, uh, I, uh, for example, the two, uh, two of us that are actually married in this group, uh, you know, having to take into consideration like a significant other when you guys like look at possibly moving somewhere like housing prices, the future of having kids, uh, things, things of that nature where you guys like have actually had to figure those in. I took this job and I moved out here because uh, I was single and I didn't have any kids or have anything else. I literally packed up my car and just left. Like you guys, I mean, are in a different situation and you know, nightmare is, you know, he's, I mean, nightmare doesn't have a wife, but he still has stuff to wait. He still has family in SoCal. And like getting your guys' opinions on um, like moving places and just kind of like life stuff. It is like I, I, I feel comfortable and I would want to talk to you guys about different things. Um, so that's kind of been something that's kind of just like an ongoing thing for me. Um, and it always has been as I've applied to jobs that were in California. Um, and so I, I would say that's probably something I would have talked. I, like, I enjoy talking to you guys before about it and hearing your guys' stories. And it kind of made me think a lot about my stuff. Um, but I would say that's like an ongoing, like thing that I have in hand to always like kind of run by you guys. No. Well, that's because my mic was off. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> I was that's how long that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I said, um, if I was going to give you some advice, I would say definitely move out of California for uh, a job and uh, go for that career. Yeah. Uh, definitely do that. Uh, that's actually, I'm going to kind of piggyback that. That's kind of one of my, but that would be my question for, for the for the group. If I'm going to, if I'm going to just piggyback off of you, coach, is like, I've I've sent applications out uh, to different states. I haven't gotten any any response yet but i guess my question would be like how would you guys go about moving somewhere else or coach if you know you've actually done it how how, how how's your experience been so far i guess I'll, I'll pass it back to you and then go around uh eye-opening to say the least hmm. there uh there's definitely things that like you think that you're going to encounter when you move someplace like for myself like i moved into uh a house with um, other people that I had never met before. Um, I moved to a city I've never been before. I have family somewhat close by, you know, a couple hours drive away, but essentially, like, I'm in a city by myself where I knew nobody and still really know nobody. Um, and, uh, you know, I just kind of, like, took that leap, and it's definitely, it's definitely different. Uh, you kind of have to focus on yourself, or at least I've tried to focus on myself when I went here because, like, I'm here for a job, and I want to, you know, do that first and foremost, and I want to be good at my job, but also want to grow and learn at my job. Um, 
from my boss. Um, so I'm just trying to make, I try to like make that like my most important thing so that hopefully kind of picks up everything else and kind of like makes everything else kind of come together. If I focus on myself and like a job first and like what I'm really here for, um, and then kind of has helped make everything a little bit better and settle in a little bit. Sounds good. I'm going to, I'm going to let the go first on this one and then I'll, um, well, this what? is more towards the nightmare since yeah. coach is already out there. But for you, I would say, I mean, it's the, the outlets we have and the resources we have to find a new job is like, it's crazy, especially like living in California or like the surrounding states of California. I mean, there's so much opportunity out there. It's just, it's, I think where it starts is understanding like where you want to go in life. Like what, what's your passion? What do you want to do? And then once you figure out kind of like where you, where you want to go, figure out how you can get a way in, whether that's starting at the bottom, at the middle tier, or even top tier, if you have, if you have to fake it to make it. But um, my thing is find a trade that you love or a passion that you love. And obviously like this side gig is, you know, our goal and dream that we want to achieve. Right. But like do something that at least like brings you somewhat happiness or you enjoy doing it from time to time, you know, and um, I would say use all of the resources you have as far as like LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn's great because you can upload your resume and then you could just apply like mass apply to multiple places. And I've actually gotten um, a lot of responses back and leads through LinkedIn for job opportunities. Um, and then not only that, you're building connections within a network that you're looking into. So like not only if you get turned down with a job, but you're building connections at least within that industry and vertical. Um, so like you use stuff like that. Uh, there's all these different uh, sites like Glassdoor and stuff. So I, I feel like as long as you do your research and you understand where you want to go and you draw that path, I mean, that from there, like as long as you know where you're going, everything else should be easily easy as far as like finding the right job. But I mean, it, to, to each his own and like there's different methods to everybody as far as applying. I mean, you're talking to a guy that I went door to door, and all my friends made fun of me because they're like, that's old school, like no one's going to, everyone's going to shut the door on me. Well, I didn't let others influence me on what their thoughts were. I went door to door with a suit on, and I had a book full of resumes, and I just went to every, like, I, I work in IT, so I went to every IT company that I knew around the area, surrounding area, that I interviewed. I interviewed for one job, but after I did that interview, I walked around to all the other businesses and applied and knocked on their door and and I even I, I even fibbed a little I said you know I, I I saw their company a couple months ago I applied and I never got a response they didn't check up on that they didn't know if I was telling the truth or not they just knew I was there I was committed and I, I showed up with a resume and before I even went in I did research I sat in my car looked up their company and saw what they did and what their strengths are who they're partnered with and I made sure to reiterate that back like regurgitate what their company is what they're about but show that I'm passionate, I took interest in their company. And then that makes you stand out somewhat from everyone else versus I need a job, you know? So it's it's really about strategizing. I mean, it's, it's a chess game and you're a chess player and that's what it is. As long as you can you can strategically put your pieces in the right place, things will fall in order. So I truly believe that, so um, beef. So Goichi and I, and, some, and Coach kind of hinted at this that uh, we're, you know, we're married. So it, our, the way that I would research to leave, I think, is a little bit different because I'm impacting. Um, I look at like the next. I look till death on, like, if you want to have goals in life, like, you want your goals, you got to look till death. 
and and then re go backwards, right? Like it's called rever like reverse engineering. Everybody always talks about that. You kind of reverse engineer your life, right? I'm to me, I could do any job if I really wanted to try. Like I could switch jobs. I'm not passionate about like I I like the job I knew now, but if in 20 years if I'm doing a different completely job, it's mm -hmm. what Goichi said. I could be passionate about that job mm -hmm. if I'm in it. So I look at jobs as a means to an end. So that you said your question was this advice on leaving. First and foremost is um, you definitely want a great job market wherever you're going. A job market so diverse that no matter what you do, you can find work. Even if you've got to, you know, scrap up shit, you know, to be able to do it, you and work three jobs. That's that's what you got to do. Um, you want to find a place. That, so we're in California, extremely high rent. So if your your mission is, hey, you don't want to move from a place that has so high rent to another place that has high rent, right? But the first and foremost, what I would do is what Koichi said that was the best is list out your goals at the end of life. Assume that a woman's going to be in it or if a woman's not going to be in it, do both. See how both play out. And and you're, you you pivot, right? So you, you already have one. You do the first one where you stay alone the rest of your life. And this is just the reality of like just what are your goals? Like how much money do you want to have before you die? How much, what kind of land do you want to have? Do you want to be... Where, uh, in terms of investments, do you want to be a property person? Do you want to be a stocks person? Do you want to be, I mean, uh, cryptocurrency the way it is right now, do you want to be in those? Most people would tell you to diversify in all of them, blue chip stocks, the, tw the 25, you know, that that's a great strategy too. So to be able to do all that though, it's what Goichi said, is your goals have to be written down, I think end of life. If you really even want to go further, for me, what I've even done with, with uh, having a wife now, is I've gone where my kids are about to go to college and now I'm starting to think that way and like, you and that's exactly why looking at where you live and being real about yourself like where you live is really important that's why that's a, a hot topic right now people leaving this place because it's expensive to live and they can't reach their goals in a reasonable amount of time yeah. and um, and so yeah so my advice first thing for, foremost is if you're really serious about it write it all down I always recommend I, vision boards are good yeah. vision boards great and Trello is the perfect tool for it I have it on mine where what's what's five years look like you know, it, go but go backwards. What's what's death look like to you? Do you want to have leave debt to other people when you die? Do you want to make sure you're taken care of? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I know it's crazy to think that way, but you you won't know. I mean, the, re the reality is is what you're thinking today is probably what's not going to be the reality now. Then, yeah. but you have to you have to see the end to be able to keep going because if you're just going and planning only five years out, it. And Pete, I, I know I know a lot of people aren't like this, but I really believe that's the best way to to move forward. Is that you'll always be real with yourself about you know what's the truth. And Goichi said the best. You when you go out there, the reality is is don't don't have any. He, or he he said this. He said go door to door. And what that tells me is he didn't have any expectations. He was willing to do whatever it took, right? So lower the expectations when you're out there because it's not going to be you know wherever you go. Like Coach just said, it's it's you're. Uh, my father says this all the time. You're trading one set of problems for another set of problems. So there's going to be problems. That's true. Yeah, it's like it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, that's life. I've been escorted out of corporate buildings too, by the way. Like trying to get my resume. <laughs> really? Talk to HR rep. Yeah, oh my security god. guards have taken me out. I need... And I like they've escorted me out of one building. So they had another building, and I went into that one too. And I, I got in big trouble after that one because like I already had my warning and escorted out. But I I do agree with beef, like especially like. Knowing what you want in life will only help you find a better woman as well. Like it'll save you a lot of time of like dating or like just looking for the right woman 
if you know what you want in life, then it's easier to find a woman, like, because you'll automatically attract to someone, or you'll know when you talk to someone, like, she's the one, or she's not. Like, over time, you'll figure that out, too. But if you have all your goals aligned, like, it's not like that that person has to be aligned with you as well, but if you guys are kind of on the same roadmap, I mean, it's going to be that much better of a relationship, too. Because then you guys have an understanding coming in of knowing what you want in life together. You know what I mean? So... You always move forward, too. Yeah, you have sure. a you Because, like, that's the reality is, like, you, when most people would say to me, well, I don't know what I want to be, you know, when, what I want when I'm 60. You have to put yourself logically in that. And then, and like, what you just said is so important because if you're thinking like that, that's someone that thinks like that, it brings a lot of, you will work towards being, always progressing forward and change, and working on your, that also push you to work on yourself. And then your significant other will will find value in that, you know. Mm. I, well, depending on the person, but most most women. Hopefully, the she would find value in me. <laughs> <I> <laughs> hope so. Especially when uh, you do your hair, you know. I was I was gonna say so. Uh, Step one. As a joke, I was gonna <laughs> if if coach didn't have such a good have such a good answer to the Junto question, I was gonna say jokingly, um, oh. I, I, uh, uh, something a, a weighty affair that is, is should I do my hair? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, that that was more of a serious one. Wait, I want to hear what Coach's answer would be. Do you do you think Nightmare should do his hair? Uh, absolutely. All right, damn you. Honestly, I want to see him grow his hair. Yeah, out. Three to one. What about you at home? That, I want to see that shit. My too. mom is gonna be just all over the chat if she is in the chat right we now. We want to see style. What do people at home think? Come on, leave your colors. I think you would look great, man. With your hair, honestly, honestly throw some moose in that hair. Whatever you want. Honestly, <laughs> we'll call you moose. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so coarse. It doesn't like any product. Like sand. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have hair just like yours, but I grew it out and then you style it. Hmm. Granite. It. I have mullet. Hey, we should Junto mullets. <laughs> well, we the way my hair is disappearing, I don't know if that's gonna ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, keeps yeah. get, it can get long in the back. Yeah. Every time, be that, every time I get a George Costanza mullet, where it's like, like every time I buzz my hair, I'll just, I'll just sweep up the, the hair and send it to you. <laughs> we just keep like, super glue, yeah. super glue that baby. It's just like patches everywhere. <laughs> Call me patches. It's coming. In, it's growing in, guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they got my. Uh, oh yeah, go for oh, it. You, you have more that? No, no. I was gonna say I think they got my. Uh, my uh, DNA wrong at, at Bosley, and they gave yeah. me the wrong. <laughs> the wrong. Like, she, like I go in there, and it's like there's like a you know how like you do like sperm banks. Yeah, they have sperm banks, but there's like people with great hair that go in at a Bosley, <laughs> and I see you, and you walk right out, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that okay. explains it. Yeah. So I want to hear G's G's oh, affair. Gosh. Um, okay, I'm gonna make mine just like short and sweet and very funny, I guess, in a way, because like everyone's kind of serious. <laughs> Yeah. Mine would be if you're going into a bathroom, right? And like, do you pick luxury or do you just pick something like just to get it? Like, if you had to go number two, right? Or God. you just wanted to pick a stall, do you do you like think twice about going into a handicap? Because I'll be honest, oh, I dude, do not. That's a good I do one. not. So like, yeah. We what was your guys' advice on that? We talk about. I would. I would. We did bring it so up. So everything's somewhat, open. Yeah. Everything. Everything's open. open. And like, really, you're in a place where like. I mean, you didn't see anyone like in a wheelchair or anything like that, right? And so you're going to go the for it. Yeah, right. Like that's how I feel. Like I want that room comfort, and I don't want to like someone doing a drive-by peek through, like mm -hmm. what we talked about before. Yeah, so. I do. I go. I rank. So I don't know if anyone does this, 
But the first thing I do is I rank the toilets. I actually like if it's not <laughs> oh my clean, God, like yes. I don't want to spend work I cleaning it. Mean. Like so yeah. if like if I, that if that thing's destroyed, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna do my rounds first. Yeah, and then I agree. I go with whatever's the least clean because w- ladies do not understand this, but like a men's bathroom, like it, th- you talked about like the goodness of the golf. Yeah, but like that's where you lose faith in in people yeah. when you go into there. On, you know about women's bathrooms, right? Have you seen a golf course bathroom? Uh, oh god. <laughs> well you oh you yeah you I, went recently. Okay, so I've been to downtown Disney before too, and have you guys ever seen the ladies' bathroom there? It's nice. Like they got like this lounge couch in there and stuff. But when my uh she was my girlfriend at the time, but my wife, and she opened the door, right? It just swung open. Dude, it's like they don't even think that there's trash cans in that bathroom. Like Oh, you saw us on the ground? Yeah. When I we used to work in a data center too, it was an office building, right? And I would come at the later shift so the janitors would come in and clean up after all the office people left. Dude, I swear, they cleaned up the men's bathroom like it was nothing, like a couple minutes. They were in there for hours cleaning Whoa, the men's bathroom. Okay. And one time, Maybe he we was have pulling wrong. out, have wrong. he was just dragging toilet paper trash, like, all from the ground. And I felt so bad. Their trash can was overflowed, and then there was just trash everywhere. Damn, it and sounds like know, an apocalypse now situation. I thought situation. women's bathrooms would be super clean. So, maybe a woman on the stream can, sit, like... Justify if public women restrooms are dirty or not. Yeah, man, like, I want. Yeah. My mom, my mom That's commented. Totally she wants me to. She wants me to grow my hair out. Yes. Amen. Yeah. So we've got. Uh, I think we have a million people <laughs> or a million followers. Yeah. I've said uh, we're at one million. Got to do it now. One million. That's what my mom's worth to me. One Let's million. Go, one million followers. Thank you to everyone for getting us to a million. Just real, real quick. We we talk about the bathroom a lot. I wonder if ben, what Ben Franklin thinks. <laughs> It is, it is one of Dude, those valuable locations. Use Very so, true. You know what I mean? Like Very you, true. You, it's one of those things you always need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part like, of our lives. Yeah. It's part of everyone's lives. I don't yeah. care who you are. Very true. So. Uh, what do the Jinko bathrooms look like? Oh, man. I think they I think they still had uh, outhouses there. There's a hole in the ground. <laughs> Get splinters in your butt. <laughs> yeah, There's probably the nicest hole in town, though. So. Yeah, that's what they said about Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What do you think about? What, oh, definitely. Just go go to the most comfortable, cleanest bathroom. I don't care if you have to go to the women's bathroom. Oh, I don't care. Like if it's an emergency, especially when it's emergency. That is hard, though. I'm I, so paranoid about running into a woman I, if you go in a women's bathroom. I just Wait I, I look them in the dead the eye. I had to go. <laughs> I've had to go. <laughs> they walk wait, in. And wait, like, what did you say? Oh yeah. They just, Who's used a women's restroom in an emergency situation? Multiple times. I've done it once. Multiple times. It, okay, it depends uh, on what says, we're talking about. If you're talking about like, so, so G talked about going into, or he didn't say go into, but he he, he mentioned about downtown Disney. I've never done a big restroom, but I like if you're talking about just a single one, where like you know where it's like you have one oh, single. I know what you're talking. I've about. done that, but like I, but and it was oh, labeled no, with one. like multiple stalls. Yeah, when it's no, multiple, like multiple I'm another one to walk in. You have, yeah, that's yeah. That, I would, I, I would be, I would like lift my legs up while I'm like, you know, going because it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but then the, then like, they're gonna think that like, no, someone like if I have boots on or something that like my like my Levi boots, if I have those on and people are just like, because that. Cause that's like, oh my god. Okay, but if if there's if there's no feet there, then they think it's empty and they're gonna try and get in. And then you fart. The stall. I would rather You're have that problem because I can put it on the door. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone occupy it. Yeah. Occupy it. Yeah. <laughs> do a stupid woman's voice. <laughs> or do just do it very deep. Yeah. Occupied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. What about you, Coach? What's your What's your advice in the situation? Um. I I would say find a clean bathroom because honestly the amount of times that I've like walked somewhere and like 
of like you thought like oh man I really have to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden you walk in you're just like yeah you know what I don't actually have to go to the bathroom that bad anymore when you see like how bad and nasty it is it's like find the clean back, bathroom. Goes back, goes up. Like, yeah, you're like well you know what actually I can you're like actually I can clench my cheeks together for another half an hour. <laughs> okay. Oh man, we're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> never had I've never had that experience. If the, if the if the toilet's nasty, I'll clean. I have to. I'll have to like rush clean it. I don't. I don't have the. I don't have. Have never gotten that. That's the worst. Since. When like you have like a old belt. It's like a super hard belt, and like a bunch like like you're like starting to go in panic mode trying to get it out, and like yeah. So know? this could probably be another segment. It's how how do you use the toilet? Because I used to work with a guy. Uh, he's he was being mean, right? Oh, he told me to stand on it, right? Oh, he, yeah. he would stand on top of the toilet and squat and never touch the seat. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> we, we actually told him, like, <laughs> we went in the bathroom. We're like, show us how you do it. Like, he didn't take off his pants or anything, but he stood on the toilet. And he's like, you just do it like this. And we're like, just start throwing candles at him. Because, like, yeah. he, he's technically clean, right? Because he's never putting his butt on I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, that well, is weird. Yeah, well, the, in in those Asian countries, they don't have that's like, what you said. You know, yeah, but you just squat. So yeah. he probably thought that like the toilet seat was like he probably has for like your feet. Thick thighs. I don't know. Like oh, just straight. Yeah. Like you know, he's, he's just, funny because he has that's such what... strong accent too. So when he was like, whenever he talked shit or just talked just normal, like it just always sounded funny. Do you think that's why the Asian squat is a thing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because of going to the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, even like when you go over like. To like their homes, right? They're sitting on the ground usually, or squatting, or mm -hmm. they have like these little stools and half like <laughs> coffee table. So little yeah, stools, pretty normal. Little stools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that's a real thing, though. The Asian squat. I feel like anyone could do the Asian squat. Now. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's definitely Asians a thing. really good at it. <laughs> okay. It's it's not. It's like everyone. You know, everyone can squat, but it, the Asian squat is you have to keep you keep both feet on the like your feet flat on the ground. Kind of like a frog. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Cause like I, I can't the, oh. I can't do it I can't do it my my heels come up like oh, like really? like like a catcher mm -hmm. but like the Asian squat is both feet both feet oh, are, are a, flat on the strong, ground. Uh, yeah, nah, you guys can all yeah. Do it. Well, I can do it on that's my what, size. Come on. That's what. Well, no, that's 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 actually a thing. The Asian squat is their Achilles tendon is longer than oh, than, really? than, yeah, makes sense cause you, than Europeans. Europeans. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Now you know. Have you ever done the South Park where you turn around and then you could like have dinner <laughs> or like a drink? <laughs> the butters. You walk like I've, I've always wanted to try, but I still haven't puzzles. done it. I, have you guys ever done it? No. What? I've never done it. Done, done, done what? Nice. Like South Park had an episode where they we've actually been the original toilet person that developed designed the toilet. We've been doing it wrong the whole time. That the porcelain where the porcelain, oh yeah yeah you actually have like it's meant to read or like yes. you, so you actually are supposed to sit like that's actually a that's actually a this Daniel that's a Daniel Tosh a uh, bit too. I'm wondering what yeah. came first because South Park did it a long time ago. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so it's like I'm just saying there is a Daniel Tosh bit about, about it. About doing that, yeah. and then he's like, it's like you have to take your pants all the way off to do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the the public would be weird. Yeah, yeah could you imagine if you saw someone like going that direction? Like, <laughs> but then like your junk is sitting on the back of the toilet seat. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like it's. Like technically, it's really not meant because, like, oh yeah, you know, there's like a oh yeah, yeah an outer true. edge for you. Otherwise, like, you're just ah <laughs> oh, man, that's difficult. Again, Ben Franklin is spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> oh my god! Over here. Yep. What about you, Beef? You got got anything you want to bring up? Yeah. So I, mine's a, uh, much more serious. So we probably should have done mine then, gone to Koichi, but to like <laughs> lighten the mood here. But uh, the other day, um, I had 
And I've had multiple times of this uh, based in, so Orange County, LA, I've seen this a ton of times, I think we all have. Uh, I had a, we had a homeless person blocking traffic. So um, so the way the affair was is the guy, the, the speed limit in this street is about 55 miles an hour. So he's stopping people, almost got clipped, got, but the guy's flipping someone off. Like he's just flipping people off. So my question is, is has the, the growing problem with homelessness increases in Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, uh, pretty much all the uh, the major cities in California and really throughout the United States. Uh, what what should, you know, what's our solution with it, you know? Like, like what do you guys, and I'd love to hear it because, uh, and I, I personally have so many opinions and maybe not the best uh, work best ethically opinions, but um, I just want to hear your guys' if you, if you have, you know, I want to hear, I'm going to start with uh, Nightmare on this one, yeah. Alright, alright, uh, yeah, definitely there are some ethical solutions, or non-ethical uh, non solutions. Um, it's hard because I think, you know, this is, hasn't, I'm not coming up, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. You can't help people that don't want to help themselves. That's very true. Or don't want help from other people, too. Hey, Nightmare, is your mic on? Mother lover. How long was that off for? Yeah, did I just flip it off? I, sorry, I let that go too long. I thought it was going to come yeah. back on because it, it kind of had a glimpse where it came yeah, back. Yeah, I even have a I even have a guard over it. But basically, I was saying. Uh, Not guarding much. Yeah. It's got a <laughs> <laughs> I was saying you can't help people that don't. Remember, guys, six episode okay we're still learning this no, is no. The first time. no 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 episode one of, of new Taco. of new Remember setup when i said low quality i change it we're medium quality it you know medium <laughs> quality. We're, we're we're bringing it up but uh yeah you can't oh you can't help people that don't want help or don't want to accept help and you can't keep throwing taxpayer money down the drain on people that don't want to that are content with living on the street doing drugs and like I, I don't know if I don't know if it came through but there's different types of of homeless people there's you know your mental health issues where you can you know do as much as you can to help them but it's at some point you know what is the, the, I guess the question is still is what do you do and you know, I don't have I'm I don't have that answer there's there's so many things that that can be done that who knows if, if what 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 would work? Um, we've tried making drugs illegal. We've tried, you know, putting people away, and you know now pe now homeless people are committing crimes, uh, petty crimes to go to to go to jail to get a roof over their head and a couple meals, and then get kicked back out onto the street, and then they just go out and commit more crime. So it's it's a it's a person problem. It's 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 sad. And I wish I knew 
how to fix it. I don't have the I don't have the answers. Goichi, you got. Um, I agree with you. I don't know how you help the people that don't want to be helped and like they just get into bad stuff. But I do believe there are people that just fall under like unfortunate circumstances or or whatnot. And uh, I think one solution to help the homeless, like especially people who like want to work, they just you know. It's hard for me to say, like, because everyone's situation is different. Everyone, everyone comes from different types of lifestyles and stuff like that. But I, I really believe, like, if you're homeless but you want to work, you want to find a way to not be homeless anymore and like, and uh, support yourself, right, or your family. Um, I say we come up with some type of elite like cruise ship, and it's it's a way to, um, like, pretty much the the ship can pay for itself with the homeless people working on it but it's a program built on the ship where like you're away from drugs you're away from the influences like from the city life and stuff like that but it's a, it's a course to get your life back on track so you learn business classes you learn how to cook you learn how to clean you learn how to take care of your bills so like everything that school didn't teach you of like hard knocks and like street smarts that's what they apply on the ship and like there's a program that you go through and then once you're done you graduate you go back to the normal life or like it, let's say you go you don't leave the ship till you find a job in the in like the state or territory you want to live in and then like there's a program that helps you like go through all of that process so i think like if you could figure out something like a business model like that where it could, you know the people can technically pay their way by working on the ship or or i don't know creating products for the entity like you know to, to sell or whatever um some type of trade i think that would be kind of cool because it separates you from like your normal lifestyle and environment and it, and it gives you an opportunity to like if you you know if you say you want to do this put your money where your mouth is type of scenario so um that would be my solution other than like the people that don't want to do it i mean you can't if you just push them off somewhere else like let's say they're out in a nice city and you just push them out of that nice city they're going to go somewhere else and cause care somewhere else so like really there is no other option in that case like other than like put them all together on the island and let them destroy themselves but um yeah i i think that's that's the only idea i really have for something like that so uh i'll, I'll pass it on to uh coach uh i have to definitely agree that there's uh some questionable uh solutions when it comes to ethics um i think that uh, nightmare brings up a really good point and that it's really hard. It's I mean, it's not hard. It's impossible to help somebody who does not want to receive help and doesn't want to get out of where they currently are. And I think that goes for not only like homeless, uh, homeless individuals, but for other instances as well. But um, it's um, I think it's really hard to like keep like he had said like keep putting a bunch of like taxpayer money or putting stuff towards things that are only getting worse because people are choosing to go a certain route uh, when it comes to certain things. Um, as someone who's like been down to San Diego, I, th I think I, like I know beef and I um, have been to a base, at least a baseball game uh, down in San Diego where getting off the freeway to the ballpark, you just see like huge homeless camp after homeless camp going and it's just these people that like they don't move they they don't get kicked out of the street they don't get told to like move they just have shopping carts they have old tents tarps easy ups um you know boards and like old fencing and stuff 
like making they're basically making permanent like housing or semi-permanent housing in the public streets um and they i mean it's not like they are they're not being asked to move and it's not like they're like voluntarily like wanting to get out of there and do something else uh in some of those situations so um yeah i think it's i think it's one of those things i think a lot of it is um I think uh, like some can be attributed to the way things are run in a state. Um, and as someone who's not living in California anymore, uh, without getting too political necessarily, I think that there have definitely been some uh, poorly executed plans um, from the people who make decisions on how to handle things and how to go about stuff. And I think that's, it definitely hasn't helped, but I think also uh, some of the states of the, the facts of the state like it just it, like housing is just astronomical so it's like you know who wants to if, if you could live on the street and be okay with life you know why would you want to why do some of those people some of those people don't want to like go in and you know take on responsibilities of that stuff if you can just keep keep your status quo going and you know you're going to be taken care of i, I have one thing i want to add on to uh goichi's uh answer i thought it, was, it made me think of a. Uh the old school Australia, how it was like a prison colony. Mm-hmm. And like just sending sending all the homeless oh, or people that want a job and like want re- rehabilitation somewhere else and then letting them come back into the I thought that was funny. So that actually was the, that was the exact thing I was going to bring up. That's Holy, crazy. really? Yeah, that's nuts because I was about to, yeah. So, so yeah, if anyone, uh, his, so go in history because we are based on a, a history group or um, so prisoners, that's how Australia was pretty much founded. If for everybody at home, or if you didn't know that, so like Eng- England, England pretty much would exile people like prisoners to Australia, you know. And then um, I think in 1901, uh, the UK granted them um, independence. Um, they didn't fight for their own independence, but they grant like, okay, they grant. I think I would have just kept it going. You but, have it. Yeah, you just have your independence. But they gave them in 1901 their independence. I think I think that's right here. But um, the reason why I think that's important is, and why that just, I'm going to even uh, piggyback now off of that, is uh, I do like the idea of taking a ship. Uh, I think what would even be cooler, because I'm going to add to what you just said, because I even think it's a better idea, is if there is reluctancy to work on that ship, they're exiled to uh, an, um, either Antarctica or the Arctic. And the, the reality is, is when, you know, our most everybody knows about the Wild Wild West, Manifest Destiny, um, Anyone at home about Manifest Destiny, what that was, was the, when the Louisiana was Louisiana Purchase took place, there was all this land, right? And, you know, people say it was stolen from the Indians or Native Americans or, or whatever the, the right terminology is. But essentially, you were given land. Like, people, just, people like, like they would be in, in New York and they would just leave everything behind to just take a stake of land. That's why claim jumping, claim jumping, that's actually where it comes from. So all that stuff, but the reason why that's important is um, life, life, like survival of the fittest, is the ultimate way to to humble you into fighting for life. And I think those people look at survival of the fittest. They they look at society, I think, differently than the way we look at society. We look at it as we want to, we have goals that we follow, and that that's why it falls back into the core goals conversation. Is they when goals are eventually lost. And these people don't want to live in our society anymore. And so, based on your carnival idea, which I think, um, so my my suggestion was going to be 
to exile them into those places. So I even think to add on to what you said, I think a combination of what um, Nightmare brought up with uh, with Australia and what you said is that if by the time that like Antarctica, that's a long that's a long cruise up there. But then if they don't they don't show any kind of like you're it's a timetable. If you're in, go, you're going to be out there and you you have to fight to survive. And you, we've watched the show. If anyone's ever watched Alone, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a really good show. And uh, Alone is um, pretty much yeah, it's like it, it's really hard. Like it's amazing. It, I can't even imagine what the first humans dealt with, but I think that would wake them up from their their slumber because they feel one they won't have to deal with the, the same laws that they that are in the United States or wherever wherever country they're from, and then two they have to survive. They have to figure it out. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I think like the whole like um, like you said, take drugs away from them, right? Drugs won't be up there. Uh, like it, maybe maybe they'll learn to smoke some of the plants or something or mushrooms and they'll have a good time. But no more penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that would be that would be mine. So I uh, I just thought like that's a really crazy problem that um, that again everybody's mentioned it here that the government tries to in their best efforts to resolve and um, I just I look at it. Hawaii too is really bad too. Yeah. It's nuts. Like I, in my mind, uh, I feel like a reporter. You can still use you Channel can still Five use News. The mic. It's all this guy on. You can still use Channel the mic. Five I, News. I turned down the the pickup, so it, your mic should shouldn't pick him up. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way yeah. the cookie crumbles. The next one is a it's a remix of of the second one. You can actually watch our second episode on YouTube. If you guys want to get a feel for it, I also think we released an individual podcast, a Junto podcast moment for what if. I think we did, or mm-hmm. you guys can check on our YouTube channel. Um, so how this how this works is in taking from uh, Goethe's "What If" is "What If" is just in, is saying "What If" and imagining something, right? So when you say "What If it was like this," that's pretty much what the the, the message of it is. The remix is typically when we did it the first time, we did a go around and we did all "What If" moments, and uh, we all kind of came up like "What if it was this way?" or "What if it was that way?" So for this one, Goichi, who I'm going to hand off to, is going to do "What If." His what if moment, and he's going to create a world. So the world's going to be created. So like, in, so listen up to whatever he comes up with because it could be, could be crazy. And from there, it becomes a, a round robin of Spencer. Oh, I knew I did it. Coach, coach, who's Spencer? Ten push-ups. Coach, yeah. coach, nightmare, yeah. and uh, and myself. will we're going to be just hitting into that world, right? And it keeps going. It actually goes around three times. So that's the fun part, and you get to say two. Oh boy! You, so Goichi, because he created it, gets to he has to add to two of those. So, so when you're ready, or add two to that world. So we're adding to the world that he creates, basically. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. So he's gonna come up with the come up. What if the world was that way? It, it doesn't have to be like a world. Like it doesn't. It's like oh, what if Mars was this? It doesn't have to be that. This it is could pretty be, simple for yeah. you guys to build off of. So my what if is what if we lived in a world where you had a choice, where you could live in three different er, uh, areas. You can live in sea, land, or air. And we have the capabilities to, you know, swim as fast as like any sea animal or fly up in the air. Like, it's just, just imagine a world where there is no limitations to our abilities and our minds, where you can fly up, you can create a, a home in the air, you can create it on land, or do you create it in sea? So that's my what if. You, you get the honor of passing okay. it to the next person. Okay, so I will pass it to Mark. 
Alright, so what if we lived in a world where you can, is it, is it any, you, you get all three or you have to choose? That's your yeah. choice. Well, Alright, what, you. well, what if. Can you explain your reasoning, like, why? Huh. Alright. Definitely, I think <coughs> I would go with air, just because it's infinite, uh, you have pretty much infinite space, but like, what keeps it up? Well, um, I'm trying to think of my, my what if to go with it. Um, what if whatever's keeping everything in the air or everything in the ocean, what's keeping that, what, I what if everything fails and just like everything falls to the ground and everyone's everyone's house floods it's just it's just chaos <sighs> man uh so damn that your what if yeah well i don't know i, I don't know good. that's, that's, that's what yeah. you that's what you feel that, like that counts towards yeah the so so everyone's so i got to work off of your yeah, so coaches got to work off yeah of so every so everyone so everyone's paying for a service that's keeping that's keeping their stuff in the air or the water out of out of the sea and that it's it's a tenuous situation like there's there's no out there's, there's no outages you cannot have an outage so i'm gonna pass it to you beef this is your, this is your so deal what if there's a disaster recovery business based on that so like if like for example for the air side so like a disaster recovery so let, let's say let's say not what if scenario so to, to kind of recap to, to go around the, the round robin was Goichi's was you can live in three different um, air. It was air, sea, and land, and you can be you can live, build homes. Cause I I started going Super Mario yeah, into my mind. I mean, yeah, with the with how the the build up was there. Mm -hmm. But um, and then and then Nightmare passed it over and said, uh, what if uh, you pay for us in that world? You pay for a service that keeps everything up or keeps everything keeps everything going essentially, right? So I would say what if, what if there was this company that offers disaster recovery to all three of those. So in that sense, in disaster recovery for everybody at home is, so if the disaster is, is like the service just goes out, it, there's almost like a, it, it blimps right over to this other service where it keeps it afloat, where it catches you. So like if, you know, we're, we're up there cooking, it's a Sunday, we're watching the NFL, and they're playing NFL in the air because, you know, there's different leagues. There's the, the air NFL. Oh, the, 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 a, the a NFL? Yeah, I mean, like, who knows what's going on there now. I'm thinking Jedi too, in, like in the cloud, know, I see cloud city. I, I see like Hayden Christensen falling from the sky, like pretending. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what if there was disaster recovery for that in in that world? Like that's that's the first thing I think about. Like they they have to catch, they have they catch. They, disaster recovery works for the air people, works for the land people, and because the land people need to be protected, right? Because mm -hmm. let's say let's say there's a guy out there that's not paying for disaster recovery, or he's suicidal. He's suicidal. And he just like throws himself off. That he's gonna literally got like. You know, Goichi and I are sitting there looking up and being like, hey, we're protected, and a, sh a visible shield hits us. What if that existed? <laughs> and the land people, too. I don't. I would imagine... Earthquakes and volcanoes. Oh, and yeah. That, that, oh, yeah. And tornadoes. Tornadoes. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be... So, so building off of that, Coach, what... Because that's a hard one to build off. What if there was a disaster recovery in that situation? What, what would you build off of on that? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, first off, I'd like to say that uh, this what if segment, to me, it really reminds me of the beginning of a movie trailer, like for Transformers, where it's like, what if there was a world where one man 
had three places to live and like it goes off into that stuff. So that's what this really reminds me of right now. Um, Shout out to Michael Bay. <laughs> maybe a future sponsor. We don't know. Maybe maybe he'll produce some episodes for us. Um, okay, so I had a I, I mean I had a I had a what if planned uh, before we got into the disaster recovery <laughs> um, for all this. Um, I kind of gave you a couple you could go off of. Kind of made it open for you. I just. So I just watched, I just watched Jurassic Park, uh, the other day, and it kind of gave me like a what if when you gave us the three, uh, the three scenarios. So I'm gonna kind of, si- I hope this is allowed, but I want to kind of, I'm gonna sidestep it a little bit, but give get give a what what if, because I think this play in, plays into disaster recovery because uh, all three of these are capable of a. a full-blown disaster but what if those three like the land sea and the air you had all the different like dinosaurs from like jurassic park as like means of transportation on all those like (laughs) well that that went left wow disaster recovery covers dinosaur related accidents yeah, like you had like the pterodactyl uh, as like your flying. It was like the people in the air got to fly on pterodactyls. So you're saying that uh, you're on the ground, that? you got to ride raptors or T Rexes, and then you had like the Mosasaurus for like the people for the Aquaman people. So it goes back to Goichi because <laughs> that that took. The weirdest turn. That is amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh, was bad. Hey, this is what if, baby. He sidestepped the whole VR thing. He didn't really acknowledge that, but I would like yeah. to know how dinosaurs <laughs> add to the the DR. I, I think I gave it to him with the insurance. This is what if, though. Yeah. I guess, what I if? Guess what. what if uh, the cycle comes full circle and another meteor takes out all the dinosaurs again, but we foresee it. So instead of saving the dinosaurs, we decide we're just going to live in, in outer space. So what if something like that happens? And we decide <laughs> to just ditch the, everything again on planet Earth, and we just decide to live in outer space instead. That was good. That was really good. I have to give props. That's probably the best response we've gotten so far. Like, to what if, to what if, you know what I mean? Like, to come off that. Those poor dinosaurs just get brought back just to get murdered again by another... I know. Another, uh, they, can't, they can't catch a break. Seriously. Well, hold on, hold on. We have a comment. What if you could just time travel to whenever you were, you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> that's the legend. Oh, that's the man. Legends TV show. You should watch it. It's pretty good. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Sorry, my eyes are burning right now. Something in my eye. Oh man. So we're in space now. It's the final frontier. Yeah. Man. What if? Yeah. What? What if you drift into? <laughs> into the galaxy and you and we find intelligent life and we we take over their their uh their planet and it's like a crazy paradise better than better than earth and we reestablish ourselves on the land in the sea and in the sky and we have and we basically just took over the planet and its its inhabitants whether they be they be intelligent or not I'll leave that up to you beef So what if in that scenario, because they, and this is based us on a discovery 
uh, Discovery Channel uh, documentary I watched that had said if you are, and I want to give background to, to my response here before I just throw this out here, but if the moon, they, they theorized if the moon was like a, a foot further or a foot closer, what we would look like, like our, our body structure would be completely different based on that. So what if, in that scenario, it flipped where women of the future have, have the ding-dong and men have the, <laughs> have the vagina? Coach? <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, hold on. We get, we get to a new... We get, we get to <laughs> a new world, yeah, and that's where and it they, switched, yeah. And, they, and the, the, their males have vaginas and, yeah, and their and females switched, have... Yeah. Those are the aliens. Cle- no, that's Clever us. girl. That's us. We've, we morphed... Our bodies have morphed because... Because they switched. Of, because of science. Okay. There's chemicals in the air. And yeah. it's, you're lucky because it's going to be coach on this one. Well, yeah, I'm lucky because yeah. I can't yeah. wait till <laughs> you hear what he's going to say here. Coach <laughs> is like, why did I have to go after Matt? Or uh, go after babies? <laughs> <laughs> why are you giving him more time? All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. All right. What, what if... Now, hear me out here. What if this new planet... Also had dinosaurs. <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to talk about gonna... anatomy, man. The anatomy no, I'm gonna... is okay. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to count that one. Okay, so how about this? What if, there? Okay. What if yeah. we all? What if we all went Chris Jenner and we all had switched up anatomy here? Uh, so what if women who are now men? Or the the women who are the men on their planet finally realized how difficult it is for guys sometimes to interact with the opposing sex. I don't... Hmm. Can you repeat the yeah? You would? So you so Michi can go off of that. What if? Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how to better put this. It sounds it, it's coming. It's it's so it's the formulating. The hardships. It's it's form it's formulating better uh, in my head than it is coming out of my mouth here. If only we could be there uh, right now. Yeah. What if you guys could be in my head thinking, like seeing what I'm thinking? That you um, could say that. You could say that as a what if because oh if you're saying what if, say... you could see how my brain is as I'm thinking about different <laughs> switching sexes in the future on a different planet. That that technically counts part of that. Because your head's a different world. I don't know. I was I was thinking if, if I was thinking. My thought was if our anatomies are switched. What if on this new planet, the f- females then made the first move for guys? Like guys became the ones that get pursued. I am moving. That was, that's, that's so it's us that was, as women <laughs> pursuing the men, like it's always been. Yeah, yeah. And so then the people that came from the first planet go to the new planet. That's like a culture change now for the women. Who don't have switched genitalia? God, whoever has a wiener is just getting. They they always have to be the ones that are pursued. Yeah. Good luck, good luck, Goichi. Yeah, good luck, Goichi. One more, one more, it's one more round robin, and then. It's fun though. It makes you think. And coach can stop being tortured. Well, you are the the final say. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fun so. one for you. What if it comes to the point where it doesn't matter what genitalia, how you've been transformed or anything like that. Like eventually <laughs> both sides, like the aliens and us coming to their planet, um, start becoming hybrids where it's just like one entity or it's like there's no like single normal DNA or entity anymore. Like it's just 
you're a thing like you're just like there's a new saying for like uh a multi like different type of person and like there is no like man man woman woman it's like a hybrid model now with the aliens and us and with our like changes so what if it were, we we became a hybrid model of them and then we attracted other planets and adopted their hybrid and eventually it just became a melting pot of planets versus yeah. countries so pretty much the la we become yeah. the la of pretty the, much the yeah. la of but the galaxy the <laughs> and then at, at that point there is no way to define like what you are who you are where you came from it's just a huge galaxy melting pot mm. what if that happened and then like but people still found a way to like group themselves into weird groups and create gangs and be racist in weird ways like oh you're you're a third ching chong pata oh man i'm I'm 75%. Get out of here. I'm going to shoot you. And like, it just never, like, we're just like intelligent life is, is destined to be, um, to group itself into groups and never, and never be no peace. Go ahead, beef. So to, to clarify for the, for the guests at home or the visitor or the, the viewers at home, you're saying it would, people would, st- uh, in this society, people would still progress to define division. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're going to find, they're going to find a way to be racist. Goichi did. Goichi had the spirit and I wish I went right after Goichi because I had good <laughs> stuff on that one and then it took, so I have to go off of what if it was different. Um, man, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Because I, I could take a cop out, but I'm not going to do that. Let me see. Dinosaurs. Like dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, from the coach's, coach's book on that one. What if dinosaurs ate Cle- all people? Clever girl. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Imagine being like... Oh, or, never, never mind. No, I'm, I'm stalling if I do that. Uh, I, I was going to stall for a little bit, but... Dude, do it. Who cares? Well, I'll take a second. Imagine if, like, you're about to die and you just say, like, an epic badass line like that. You're just, like, <laughs> like, like you're, but, yeah, but yeah, you're just, like. For, like, for yeah. nobody? Yeah, for nobody. Yeah, just like, yourself? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, like, I'm just going to go, like, the guy's literally get about to get eaten by a raptor and he looks at the raptor and what gets a. Your cool, like, I don't, I'm not cool at all, so I, I think, like, I'd Ow! Like, and then I die. <laughs> I can't eat, I can't eat, like. Mine would be like Cowabunga, dude. Cow, dude. That, that's, ninja, that's Ninja wow. Turtles, right? Yeah, yeah Ninja I would Turtles. be yeah. so enthusiastic you and your ninja about it, too. You know, so when I was, a, I was a, I'm just still stalling here. So just as for the guests at home, there was a kid when I was, when I was, I think it was like kindergarten or pre-K. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was really nervous when I was, I went to that first. It was like a, uh, it was kind of like a, they watched you. You're still, it was like a pre-K because they were, they, you didn't really learn in that. But this kid was on, on the, um. You know those tables where you eat, where you like slide in, and yeah, it's like yeah. it's like like connected. And it's like kind of graded, like it has, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He was on that, and he jumps okay. off and yells "cowabunga!" And I was like, "Dude, I was like, I'm gonna I think that kid's probably like trying to go for governor of California right now or something. He's gonna, I'd like, vote for him. Yeah, seriously. I remember, just off of that, I, remember, I always thought about that. I yeah, like, just. I was like, I need. My dad said, "Oh, this is my dad said." He's, I was like, "Dad, how do I? How do you make a friend?" And my dad, I. This is when I was a little kid. My dad's like, "You go up and you." You say, "Hey, I'm I am say my name," yeah. and you shake your hand. And I'm I'm not kidding. That's like literally what I did with like one kid, and he totally ran away from me. <laughs> and then I look over, and that Calabunga kid, I walk straight up. Oh, I remember his name. His name's Cody. 
and Cody, I ran up and I said it to him, and he shook my hand and he's like, "Nice to meet you." And I was like, "Dude, that kid, that kid's a realist." So that's a pretty sweet line to Cowabunga would be. I I would like. I know what yours would be. Go go ahead. Yippee kaye, Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome. Yeah. scenario so you know in a alien world of random segregation that (laughs) we're all all like somehow taking place what if there was uh what if okay all right so what if you if you believed in that you you were pro um focusing on uh the differences of people so in your scenario right like focusing on the differences people still find a way to do it what if the world government there or no no we'll do solar system because because goichi had mentioned different different planets so in that that system they enact a law uh, a galaxy law where they can take pieces of your brain out that where if you're like if you're against all of that you're against like hey no like I, you know, you're about individual thinking and thinking straight, and you're like, oh no, I, I don't, I just, don't, I care about the person, their mind, and how they think, and their goals, and all that. And they could take that out of your mind, and then make you focus on the differences. Mm-hmm. You mean so they they figure out that because in this science, like they're able to remove it out, and you become so almost like cloning, or not cloning, but uh, uh brainwashing in a yeah. way. But you're actually removing the piece of the brain to do that. <laughs> Scientific segregation. Scientific segregation. Coach, passing to you. I got this one. Seventeen seventy six. This one is, uh, unfortunately, I'm sorry to disappoint my fans out there, but this one is not dinosaur related. Um, so, <laughs> I know people are probably looking for the three-peat here, but, uh, God. so, what if... Based on the, I actually really like the brainwashing part because it plays into my what if. What if they, you know, they're taking that part of the brain out and it's like that brainwashing. You're kind of like a, I don't know, like a neutering, I guess, of people's ability to think. And there was like an actual matrix of this like civilization. And there was like a group where they had like their own like Morpheus trying to like set people free by either like, Get them back. Get them back. Their portion of the brain, stop. or like. Did you watch the stop. Matrix before? Yeah. Stop. Park? Stop. Stop sucking up to beef. You're totally sucking up to beef. Who yeah. came up with the? So, came up with this question. So I. So I gotta. I gotta be honest. I actually watched the Matrix today. So. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. So, but what if, like, I mean, they're brainwashing people, and like, there's a segment of this population that's like. We want to set you free, and they pick somebody at random to be like the one and give them back like their part, their section of their brain, and then uh, you know that's they've got that running with them. I think that's the. I'll give you credit for that. That was a good one. Because I'm Thank proud you. of you. Even it, movie references is what I go to. I use like most. Uh, I I'm actually uh, really proud of Goichi because it was amazing how he came off come up with some things off the bat like that. Yeah. I'll say Nightmare really stuck to social issues. I know. <laughs> I was like, all right. Well, I was like, I'll go off of that. You all, you all, you all get to see a little bit of our real personal well, social issues. And I say we all stuck to our guns on that, that one. Yeah, <laughs> we all. You got 
you all you all got to see a little bit of our personalities. Yeah, where we were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew what, runs runs like you, the game in race wars. What do you care about? I don't want them, but I know that no matter what, people are going <laughs> to figure it out. My it's my people uh, like you that make that continue. Well, well it's funny because you, you said <laughs> it's funny because you said that the uh, uh you you like that the references. My reference actually was a, it was actually a Rick and Morty reference oh, that nice, uh okay. they were, they um. Rick had actually dated this um, this organism that like takes over people's bodies. Oh, Unity. Yeah, Unity, and um, there was like a it, it became a peaceful harmony like planet because it was all basically one one entity. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they but they all kind of look they all kind of look alike like in their facial features, their skin color, everything is is pretty uniform. But once the the uh, um, the activities of the episode progress uh unity starts losing her hold over the people of the planet and you find out that they're race they're racist over um some really small um defect about themselves like it's like their nipples are different and like they they just freak out and like i'm a pointy nipple person screw you flat nipple person and like it's just like it no matter it and it kind of even goes back farther to fairly odd parents to where they're all I don't know if you've seen the episode, but they're all gray blobs, and it just becomes oh, I'm grayer and blobbier. That's what uh, Gattaca. So I don't. I know I showed. Mm-hmm. I know you guys were. I know you guys weren't the biggest fans of that one, but Gattaca goes. I like Gattaca. Like, yeah, I, I knew. I knew you. I actually thought the reason why I because I, well, the, no, that was the one we watched when we. Where was that? It was at your place. place. Yeah, it was with you, Jen. Oh, and so I wasn't watching it. Yeah, you weren't watching no, it, was, it. It was the one <laughs> about like where it was Ethan Hawke, where like. He's trying to like. Oh, like, I, okay. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was okay. The part, you know, that. where I thought like it would really like hit you hard, but I was hoping you were watching it. Was the part where he, um, where he's swimming against his, he's racing his yeah. brother, who's yeah. his brother's like the perfect human. Yeah. And he's like, he says to the brother, he's like, how are you? Be-? The brother's like, how are you beating me? And he's like, he's like, when we start, when we came, like every time we go out here, I, I had nothing. I pretty much his mindset was like, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Like giving it everything, and I yeah. thought of you like. I was like, oh man, I know Gochi's gonna like, was it love this part. This the it was I didn't um like that part. yeah, that's cool. like that part yeah. like huge symbolism. It yeah. gives me like goosebumps. But I thought you of all people would like as much as I liked it. It I literally did. has that uh, analogy about like you you drown until you can swim. You know. Yeah, for sure. I and, didn't like just if you really want to believe in yourself, you yeah. just you, you just go for it. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the line is like, I didn't save anything for the swim back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I didn't save that. Damn. I remember I got I got goosebumps when I first heard that, and I was like. <laughs> This movie could be horrible at the end, and that line alone was like how mm. people like. That's how I feel in life sometimes. Where I'm like, that's how you kind of approach it. But I was gonna say something on that's kind of that that would be bringing up Gattaca is that I, I wonder what the first of that is where it's like they started. What's the first story where like no matter what, even with those things where in Gattaca to explain to the viewers at home is pretty much in this uh, future everybody is birthed through science and you get to choose the best of the best through genetics Genetic. or your genetics. So yeah. they'll cut out all the defects and, and the bad stuff, and they'll they'll have specifics of like when you're gonna die and like you know what, what kind of like what you're gonna be your strengths are and all that. And um, and Ethan Hawke's character is born naturally, so he has to. And I don't want to tell too much, but he has to fight against that. And so, but the whole point of why Gattaca is that even they discriminate against natural born people in that movie, which is really like I can't even imagine that like you're naturally born. That's all. That's as a person that's naturally born, we're like what the heck like. Imagine a world where we just go in. I, I I always think of that and like. But is that the norm, or is the way we do it the norm? 
Yeah, and it could one day it, it could like one day it could be that, and we're like people are like, how did they do it? Right. Were they naturally yeah. born? You know? Normal, normal yeah. subject subjective. It yeah. all depends on yeah, where where you're living, right. and yeah. Well, it's just like kids nowadays. They're like, why would you need a food bus like on the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I watched a phone booth the other day. God, I love that movie. And this is just, just a random thought. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell and yeah. uh, Keith Sutherland. Oh, okay. Basically, uh, Keith Sutherland's like this um, serial killer who like goes after people that don't appreciate life or, or b- just bad people. Uh-huh. And uh, and Colin Farrell's like kind of a scumbag. Um, it's not the TM- one where you stuck in that phone booth, right? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that movie? God, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> but uh, I, that was just a random thought. Sorry, guys. Okay. I didn't want to de- derail you. Shout out to Colin Farrell, Keith Sutherland. <laughs> SWAT was a great movie, by SWAT the way. Was great. <laughs> Hello, SWAT cool was a great movie. Hello, Cool J. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> love Cool James. All right, so I think yeah. we're, we're uh, that, that, uh, that SWAT uh, comment definitely will push us into the next segment. Um, so I, I really uh, thought about the group, and so I thought What If made us uncomfortable, and I hope it made everybody uncomfortable a little bit. And I'm proud of all of you guys for getting through it because that's exactly what I was trying to do. I was like, mm. ha- making yourself uncomfortable where you have to think and you're kind of put on the spot. Uh, it, it, all backfir- it even backfired on me where I had to do it. Um, Dinosaurs, so this, man. Yeah. This next one's a little bit hard for <laughs> most people at home where I think it's hard for most people in the world to not only do for their other, <coughs> other people in their lives, but also peop- themselves. And it's called high five, low five. So when you say high five, low five. Right, so that's kind mm-hmm. of the that's where it comes from. So in this segment, you're each one of us will say one good thing about our mind, our mind. So appreciation of our mind. Coach, you listening? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure because I don't want to hear about dinosaurs halfway through this. <laughs> and that He's you got them about up. dinosaurs. What if that? What if that's his high five, beef? Well, dinosaurs. if his mind, if dinosaurs are in his mind all the time. Like, what if you could see, like, the, you know, the puff puff, the comic book, and it's just dinosaurs. Like, coaches just thinking about dinosaurs all day long. So, uh, so one thing, good thing about your mind, one good thing about what you believe in. So, not necessarily spirituality, but just what, what you believe in to yourself, and like why you believe that's a good thing. Like, it, it could be anything. It could be like an actual belief of a, into society, or it could be just how about you go your life, or you know, I and um. It, you know, it's, it's ambiguous. So you guys take it from there. And here's a fun one. One good thing about you that you admire about the other member, either mind or belief. So you you go around real quick and you say, I, I you know, I appreciate this about this person. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I'm going to start with Coach because I think he's the only one we haven't started with on, on today's. All right. So can you please give me the first, the, fir- the three again? It's the first one is something that I like about my mind. Yeah, correct. So mind that's ambiguous too. So your mind could be again because belief belief is part of the mind too. So you have to separate. But um, the way I looked at when I did when I wrote mind was more of like how you live, like how you see things or how you live. Um, like what's something about you? It could be even your like um, like your personality, right? It could be like how you handle things. It could be any of that. So that's that's mind. Belief is more of like could be spirituality or more of how you see how you like. It's what's like a virtue of yours, like what what matters to you as a person. So it's kind of that's that's distinguished. I should I should uh, separate that out a little bit. And then the third thing is, yeah. So yeah, both both of those for sure. Like you're just and go however you want. I'm not gonna be like, oh no, that's not ant kind of thing. I'm I'm just gonna go through your uh, gut as long as it's not dinosaurs again. And then um, and again, and again, 
And again, and then so the, the other thing is just, uh, again, going around the, the round, uh, round robin and telling each one of us, you know, what, what's one thing that you admire about the way our mind is or like our belief system or whatever, you know, it could be any of that. So coach, you can, you can start it off and then pass it on as you finish. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So, um, to start off the first, the, thing I guess I like about my mind, um, or how I, my mind operates is that, um, I, I, I think, and I'd like to say that I consider, um, or I guess like I put other people before myself, um, when it comes to like my family and friends. So I don't know. It's just something that I've liked because I tend to like want to take care or want to help like my families and my family and friends. And that's just something that, uh, I'd rather be someone like that than someone who doesn't like care uh, for my family and friends. So I, I do like that about myself and that I like, I want to be around them and I want to help them out. Um, I would say like one like belief I have, um, is like, I like to, I tend to believe, or I, I feel like I have this belief that like everybody has like a good side to them and it's possible to bring that good side out in people. Uh, just with like the right way of communicating with everybody, I feel like, uh, being pretty personable, and stuff like I feel like I'm you're able to bring out like a good side of everybody just by do, saying the right things or doing the right things. So I like tend to believe that they have everyone's got like this good segment to them, a really good part about them that can be brought out or highlighted. Um, and so I'm going to go around. Uh, I'm going to start with Goichi uh, for things that I like. Um, I've I think this can honestly go for all three of you but I'm going to use it for Goichi first. Um, but like, I appreciate like how your minds are in terms of like how, how you think G and like honesty with people. And like when we have conversations and how you kind of address things with a pretty open mind, but like a very honest approach um, when it comes to stuff. Uh, nightmare. Oh, do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nightmare. Uh, I've always I, I do it for I, like one thing. Like the thing that uh, I that I see like from your side is that you're always again these honestly these things could all be used for everybody because I think that the four like I could apply these and I see these in in all four of us or at least the three of you. But someone that is like always readily available or someone who's always there and like how you approach it's like you make yourself available for everybody. Like whether it's, I mean, whether we hang out or talk or anything like that. It's like, I know that you're always like, you're always going to be able to pick up the phone. And lastly, beef, the thing that I would say Thanks, do you like the virtue, the virtue is that, or the way I like, I see your mind is, is that your mind is consistently thinking not only about your, like you're thinking about everybody else, and what's good or what's what's great? What can what can you do to help that person out? But you're also thinking like five steps ahead for those people when like you're thinking about things that they don't know that they need to think about, and like you give people a lot of resources and a lot of things to consider, and you like have this like vast knowledge that you're able to supply with those people because of like how you operate and like how that mind like operates of yours. Like you're able to like thinking. Think about things that people didn't know that needed to think about, and you're able to approach it from a pretty like a pretty honest perspective with that. So I have a, I like that I like that about you guys. 
Yeah, awesome. Get a pass too. Ghost, you get that privilege. Uh, next, uh, I'm gonna pass my baton. Uh, I'm gonna pass my baton off to Nightmare. Thanks, bud. Thanks, thanks for that. I, I do appreciate it. Um, my high, how I high five, how I in my mind, uh, I really like that. I don't see superficial things about people. I don't see race or you know weight or you know that kind of stuff. I, I I'm a really I like that I was raised an individualist kind of kind of reason. I don't I don't I don't see race. I don't see that kind of stuff I, I see the person and who who they are and, and their value and you know what what they bring and that kind of stuff that's I, I I like that I think my background being mixed race is definitely um, contributed to that but also my my my, uh, my um, upbringing upbringing definitely helped uh, shout out to my shout out to my parents that was that's really good. You want to say for, something for the for the user or for everyone at home? What what is your what's your mixture? Oh uh, my my mixture is I am a quarter Chinese, a quarter Lebanese, a quarter Irish, and a quarter Mexican. So I have no affiliate. I have no. I have no. I have no loyalty to filling out a government document is so annoying to me. If you were on a planet, God, yeah. So yeah. let's You're only on my peaceful planet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only. yeah. With those dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Only if there's dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if, if I'm going to go around the table, I'll start with beef. Um, you did you, oh, did I catch it? So your belief is, did I catch mine uh, in belief? Or oh, it? belief? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah I, high five again, buddy. Yeah. I, belief? Yeah. Um, I guess I like, like going with the individual individuality. I like individual freedoms. I, I, I stand by that hugely, whether... You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't see why you shouldn't be able to do and ingest whatever you want. As as long as you're not hurting anybody, as soon as you know that, as long as as soon as you infringe on someone else's right to to live or to do what they want, to then then that's when you're you're overstepping. But as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care really what you do, as long as you're not affecting anybody. And I feel like that's a very freeing. Uh, concept that pe some people they think that they think that but really what they're doing is infringing on other people's rights and they need to be informed of you know what they what they're thinking what what they believe is actually infringing on other people's rights yeah because i think sometimes when i hear that about from when other people there's always going to be an oppressed group i think that's the reality of just the world i mean we just talked about how we about homeless and a carnival cruise and sending them up to you know like an extreme situation of sending them up to uh, Antarctica uh, Arctic yeah. and it's like but but there's always going to be a group where life is not easy for the, the uh, one part one of the group will suffer you know and it's like it just becomes this like view of like what's true equality and true freedom and it's like people have such an there is such a growing difference between and it's I feel like it's continuously growing differently of how you know compassion is interpreted because mm -hmm. I think I think true compassion, I agree with you, is that way, where you, you everybody gets e equal chance and individual chance to think the way that they want to think and be the one thing. But the, th the irony is, is if, as long as it's not infringing, like you said, is like that, that's kind of the interesting part is like people don't look at that as infringing. And it's like they, but they see it as like the other, that other oppressed group is getting equal equality. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's like, I, yeah, it's such a trippy. Uh, it's a double-edged sword for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just always it's it it's weird seeing one group rise to the top and another group not, mm-hmm. but still being an individualist and being like, you know, you could you could be that, but you know, are you being held down or uh, any any one of those any one of those things? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so to go around the go around the group. Uh, beef uh i definitely really appreciate like i i really it's almost envy to the point of envy it's your ability to retain information and to do it learn it and now that's that's what i do now like i, I just do it like it, you, you don't do this how do you not do this that it's just like the tenacity to move forward and to pick up stuff and now i know it and now that's what i do I, I just really, I, I just like it. I'm like really, I, I love it. I Thanks, it, man. Yeah, uh, Goichi, uh, you are one of the straightest shooters. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo a little bit of what uh, Coach said. You are one of the straightest shooters. I, I just appreciate it. I, I know I'm not gonna get one ounce of bullshit from you. You are gonna shoot me straight, uh, shoot any, anyone around straight, mm-hmm. and it's. It's refreshing, in, especially in a place that we live where it's kind of superficial. And, you know, I'm glad that Beef brought me and brought you into my life. And Likewise. Have you here, bud. Oh, Coach, you over there. You're getting tired. Yeah. It's getting late over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I think you're one of the most genuine people that is the most warm and welcoming friends I've ever had the pleasure of having in my life like and a bear yeah definitely like a bear uh <coughs> a teddy bear teddy bear not a grizzly one that's gonna rip leonardo dicaprio's face <laughs> off but uh just one of the, i i you're so warm and welcoming and i i'm so again i'm so glad beef brought you into my life <laughs> so i'm gonna pass it over to goichi to give us his high five all right uh so one good thing I like about my mind is, uh, hmm, and I had it on the top of my head and I forgot. Um, I think the one thing about my mind is uh, it's a sponge. Uh, I really pride myself on being able to be the dumb guy in the class and just like ask the dumb questions. And that's how I've really like hustled and survived like all my life and, and gotten to where I, I, I am today is um, I was willing to do the dirty work and work my way up. I didn't care if I started at the bottom. I knew where my goals were, and I, I achieved that. And I think I did that by being a sponge. And I, I continue. I, I feel like my my mind is never stagnant. I, I just want to keep growing it. And whether, even if I take two steps back, that means I got to take four steps forward. And um, that's that's really what it's about for me. Is like my my mind is a sponge, and it's it's willing to talk to people, young, old. Um, people my age um, but I just I love hearing people's stories learning from experience and just absorbing knowledge um, any way I can and obviously I'm a more of a social person so that's like my my strong suit is just absorbing from people and, and trying trying to listen I like to talk a lot so I need to be better about listening but that's yeah my mind is definitely a sponge um, and then one good thing about my belief is uh, I'm a true believer now of like trusting the process and I know that sounds so cliche and everyone could say like you know it it's easy to say that but it's hard to do 
um, I really think that's on the person. Uh, at the end of the day, not everyone's in different situations, but what, what I mean by trusting the process is if you know what you want in life and you have the capabilities, um, nothing's holding you back other than your own self and your excuses. If you have it within you to go after whatever you want, I mean, uh, that's really what it is about trusting the process. Because even if you go after what you want and you fail, it doesn't mean life's over. You're not dead. You still are living and breathing. And that's what I wake up every day is I celebrate my wins. If I wake up, I'm still breathing. I have all my arms, legs, hands, everything. Like, I'm grateful. And if I have those capabilities within me, I'm going to trust the process and keep grinding. And even if I fail, I know, like, at the end of the day, as long as I keep persevering and just keep striving for my goals, then nothing's going to stop me but myself. So at the end of the day, I can trust the process. Um, so that's a, I'm a strong believer about that. Um, and then one good thing that I admire about each and every one of you, I'll start with Nightmare. Um, I just love how you're always willing to help. I, in a sense to me, like you're in like coach, you're a coach to me in many ways. Like when I need help with streaming, saying I'm streaming, when I'm asking you just questions about guns, I mean, you're always willing. Like no hesitation, just, hey man, like get on Discord, I'll help you out. Like you're, you're a coach in my eyes, you're a teacher. When you know something, very well like it's not like passion doesn't even have to come out of you it's just pure knowledge and like professionalism with you and i, I appreciate that um one with coach always here for you bud thanks man um coach you i mean you are definitely i feel like you are the heart of uh, our group and you bring that warmth and vibe like if someone told me like you got really mad i don't know what that would look like because even you being super mad <laughs> like you said like you see the good in people and i feel like that that is like it comes off of you like a vibration you know like you just have this like warmth to you man and like the whichever woman gets with coach dude you and and even even nightmare like these guys have warmth that you wouldn't believe you know and it's like <laughs> it just takes a, a a good woman to have a good conversation with these guys and you'd understand like why we consider like each of these guys our best friends you know so yeah um and Thanks, then, sir you're welcome so beef, uh, man, there's a lot of things I can go with, but I've always said this from day one when I met you, uh, dude, you have a heart of gold. Like it's the purest hearts of hearts, even though I know deep down inside your brain, like you can think like I'm not perfect and you, like no one is right. But at the end of the day, dude, you try to execute to be like the best person you can be to others and yourself. But like everyone said, like you put others before yourself and people may not even see it. Like when you go out of your way to like give information or help people on stuff like some people would take it as like this is overwhelming or like this is none of your business but at the end of the day it just shows how much you freaking care because you don't have to do that you choose to you make that choice and go the extra mile right and um if people don't tell you man like that's that's a huge like thing that a lot of people don't do they're selfish um so that's one thing is you have a heart of gold and you're you're selfless so thanks man yeah i almost turned up not a, not a joking here. So true. Um, okay, so uh, where before I go into my high five, so the high five is us talking to ourselves. We're high fiving each other. So I just because I didn't really, I didn't explain that uh, well when we first started to the group. But high five and you're high fiving yourself. So low five is you're low fiving other person, you know. And so I always think uh, this this is a good segment. I think everybody should do every morning is high five, two two times two things of yourself and then one thing of someone else, and. Um, because someone else needs to hear it, and you know, and like I, I, us hearing it, hopefully it helps people's night a little bit more. 
Um, but you know, everybody at home too, like you, you just don't know what people are going through. So low fiving someone else is a good thing. So always high five yourself too. So it's a lot of self love. So, uh, my first thing for my mind is, uh, I, my high five to my mind is I, um, I don't stop on the way I think, like I just keep going, um, in my head. Like my mind doesn't stop. Like I, I don't even think when I sleep, my mind shuts down that well. Um, a lot of people would, you know, it's very taxing. So a lot of people would, and to that know me and, uh, have a lot of love for me would think that that's me like, you know, running too hard or, and, but it, it's one of those things where like, I love that part about myself where it, that, that part of my mind that tells me keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going is the person that's going to drive the best version of me. Um, and sometimes it overtaxes and, and, uh, it brings out a negative side of me, which I think we can say that some, our best trait can sometimes bring out the worst in us because, you know, we put feelings towards it or, you know, we lose it. So, um, for me though, I'm very appreciative of how my mind, my, I'm very similar to my mom and my dad too, honestly, with their way their minds are and, and how they just keep going. And, uh, oftentimes and not like when I'm around people, I always think like, that's like the weird part of me where I'm like always wondering, like, do people see me as this guy that like, just, he looks intense the whole time, you know? And so it's like that, that intensity is like, what's, you got to learn to love that about yourself. Cause if you don't love that, if you don't love, like, you know, everybody's like, Oh, I want to be this like hip cool or like, you know, I'll use Zac Efron cause Zac Efron popped in my head, but he seems really cool too cool guy but uh but like everyone's like oh i wish i could be as chill as him but it's like the reality is i'll never be as chill as zach efron i'll never be as cool to say a cool one-liner when i die like cowabunga i could never say that but i i think like then i really appreciate as i've gotten older like that part of me because it drives who i am you know and so um it comes at a cost but it's something i i uh, i'm really appreciative and my next high five is uh, my belief so um i really believe whenever I do something, I really believe I can do it. Like, that's just, you know, like, there doubt doubts there, but, uh, and maybe something's wrong about this, but, like, there's something off about me about this, but anything I do, I know I'll finish it, and I'll know I'll get it done, and nothing will get in my way, and um, I know that sounds like, it could sound like confidence, but, like, that's just how I am. Like, I, I see my, I see the world that, if I want to do something, I see the world that I want to do, like, I see that world first, and then I want to go live in it, and that's, I spend every day trying to go live in it, and sometimes, again, it comes at a cost where you're, don't, you're not appreciative of reality, or, you know, high-fiving yourself, or being grateful for what you have, and all that, but every day, I'm envisioning a world of tomorrow that I want to be in, and so I'm never really, I'm always, it's, I know there's, Matthew McConaughey said this as, a, as an Academy Award-winning speech one time. He's like, my hero is is Matthew McConaughey 10 years in the future. And I'm always trying to meet my hero. And he said that, and I was like, that is the, it was, it, I know it sounds really good, you know, it's Hollywood, and, you know, and, but uh, I thought Matthew McConaughey hit it in the head, and it's like that, I'm not saying my hero is that, but my hero, or my hero is that, but my, that's, if you're constantly focusing on that, like, his, his point was that you're always trying to be a better, ever, like, if, if you, if you want to meet your hero, or if you want to be this great person, right, in, 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 in the future, and you want to work towards that, you always have to really believe it's going to happen, and, and a lot of people, they give up on the, you know, I fail a lot at every, a lot of things, and it's like, some things like uh, Nightmare Knows, like with sports, I fail a lot at, and um, I just, you know, my mindset is like, I might take a break from it for a second, but I'll come back because I believe I can do it, and so um, I'm very, I high-five myself on that. Uh, and then low, so low-fiving everybody else, 
So I think belief-wise, we're two. Uh, we're all really similar. Uh, like in terms of like we have some beliefs that are different. Like, but in terms of uh, we, uh, the individualism comment uh, Nightmare had brought up, I feel like we all can really relate to that. Um, I mean, even look at our ethnic backgrounds. Like, I'm white. Coach is white. I'm a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I just got started to start with that. Just say we're just. You know, I'm we're Japanese so, American. We're, yeah, we're so diverse. What if we just let you? What if, back to what if? What if we just let you go with that? It's just like I'm white. Coach is white. Goichi and I just looked at each other like, oh man, they're white. What if? Um, you know Who knew? These guys are going to. They're staying on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> with so the I'll, dinosaurs. Okay. So I'll go off of. Um, mind and a lot of uh coach hit it pretty hard but uh all of you guys kind of have a really similar personality you have a similar personality um uh and i feel like i'm the kind of the black sheep on my personality i'm the weird the unique one out of here i don't know if you guys agree hey, you guys are we very, love yeah. weird though yeah <laughs> thanks man. right dinosaur man <laughs> yeah that's what gets me going in the morning i think you know what's funny is we're more close you and i are more closer because you could come up with shit, uh come up with stuff like that off the fly <laughs> of what if that like it took it was it was trouble for you guys, but you and I are a little bit that crazy. We're a little off. I'm a little bullshitter. Yeah, sometimes. but that 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 little us <laughs> is like a good thing. It's like you know, I always think about like Joaquin Phoenix, and they're like, that dude's just off. But I'm like, I feel like I could do that if I really tried. You know, if, like like a uh, fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna actually oh, start God. Goichi because he embodies something that uh, my father, growing up, my dad. Uh, I think I kind of, it kind of like I could never. Boo- it so i think I, a lot of growing up i was like man I, it, it made me upset when i'd see it but my dad has the ability to just laugh and smile when he's outside you know outside and like and when he was outside he'd do that but he'd come in and i wouldn't see that of him right he wouldn't always be laughing and and so it was like i saw but but i as i've gotten older i understand especially as i've met goichi is you have this mindset like um and i think this is the best mindset i still ever heard and it's ironic that it took me to meet you to realize how important it is with my own father is you have the ability to just laugh or like laugh at whenever you, you said it on our last podcast. You said a guy who had a poker table had said like a dumb joke that was like not funny and you laughed at it. And like mm-hmm. I, there's like because that you talk about selflessness. You mentioned selflessness on my side. That's a very selfless act one way or another. But I think like being able to do that has the mindset like. I have a very go-to-war mindset, and sometimes I let that cloud my judgment of others when I first meet them, or as I get to know them. So I think, but I think that approach in life is great because, again, in, at, out of admiration, I see that that can lead to a very peaceful mindset where you get to know someone on a different level, and like, and so I, I, I really admire that about you. Like that, I think that saying sums you up very well. Like just laugh at, uh, smile and laugh at things. Always have a smile on your face, and and. Um, Thanks even man. even when it's hard, I know it's hard. I mean, even when it's when you're going through times, like I, that's, yeah. it's uh, very. Um, I appreciate it about you for sure. I I learned to laugh at myself first, and that's where it all. Yeah, comes I gotta from. gotta work on that one. <laughs> but uh, but appreciate yeah, that, that. I Thanks, think man. I don't think many people have that. I just and then I also wanted to say like that that belief is you have to be persistent at it, which mm. we talk about persistence. But like you're and somewhat genuine. Like I don't laugh out of pity. I laugh because if I do think it's somewhat funny, or even if I don't really get the joke, like. I don't know. I just if I was trying to tell a joke and like start a conversation, I would want someone to like at least laugh yeah, and empathy, engage with right? me. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, it's like it's not trying to be fake or, or facilitate something there for them. It's just it's just in my nature, you know. And it's it's worked out in, in a positive way for me. So 
Yeah, good man. Yeah, I, I like that's again one of the things that uh, I think that's how, that's how big it is. You're, you helped me realize that my own father. So I just always think I'm always grateful for that. Thanks, man. Yeah. And uh, I will go to coach next. So I'll tell a quick story, but uh, I blew up on coach uh, coming back from a Barry Bonds. Uh, he got his number retired in San Francisco, and I I let him have it, and it was built up. Make it really quick, sorry. It was built up um, from letting coach like I, I didn't tell coach like, hey, you know that comment hurt my feelings like earlier in the trip, and I just kind of let it build and build and build until I just totally imploded on him. And um, and when we got back home, and I'm hopefully this isn't isn't too personal, coach, is it? No, okay, no, you're fine. Make sure because he okay. So he cried, and he went into my arms. And, no, no, I'm just kidding. But there's nothing wrong crying. But, <laughs> Um, what we were naked. Coaches, I was, I said him straight and I said, Hey, like if, you know, I had brought up like those, those comments, like I, I should have just told you those comments hurt my feelings, but I think I was, you know, trying to muscle it out. I was trying to be empathetic. I think you had said you recently, a girl had broken up with you. So I was trying to like, I knew you were blowing off steam and, and making comments. So I was, but I had said, I think I said something along the lines, like, if you're going to keep being this way, like, I can't be friends with you. Like, and. Um, and that's saying a lot because I've known you for a while and, uh, you flipped 180 and I don't know what that quality is or like what that mindset is, but I've never met anyone that's done that where they've, for a person has been, not to say that you were like always making fun of me or anything, but you're making comments like that, but to be able to be more empathetic, like it's empathy, but then to be able to switch, like almost switch it so quickly where, you're like, I know what he's talking about and, and I can work, like, I'll work on that when I'm around him. And, and I, I just, I appreciate that already. Cause I've never met anyone like that. And I, not even myself. I, I've never met anybody that can change like that. So it's a testament of how much he cares about your guys' relationship. Yeah. Sure. It, it always has meant uh, a lot to me. Uh, it, it showed uh, it, uh, to me, like, it's one of those, like a uh, moments of, um, what's that saying? Like, uh, one of the moments that like turned you on a dime or is it turned on a dime? Yeah, and so I, I always, like, I, I know it sounds really cheesy, but you, in life, like, so many times you meet people where, you, where things truly surprise you, especially when you know them for a long time. You're, you're just kind of stuck in the motions with them. And, like, I've o I don't know what that trait is and that mindset is, but I I will uh, second what Goichi said about, you know, find you finding a lovely lady because that's something that um, I, I don't think most people have. And so I'm very appreciative of that in you. Well, thank you, sir. And the last, so I've known, I've known Nightmare the longest, um, and he's put up with my bullshit more than anyone. His own family's put up with my bullshit more than anyone, too. Um, the one thing that has always stunned me about you is, uh, is you have always had this approach where, and, and I think you get this from your folks, too, because they're very, very loving, and, but uh, a lot of people are forgiving. But to be, I feel like you are truly forgiving where you don't let things like, and I, I, I'm saying this because I, I believe I don't have this is where you can let things go, you know? And I, like, I, I, I can say everybody here's got passive. Everybody here's truly supportive of me. So I like, I want to also say that about you guys, but like the, the unique part about you is like to be truly forgiving where it's not in the back of your mind anymore, or it doesn't weigh on you or, um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know if that is you. You're also the most quiet of the group, or the yeah. quietest of the group. But so you're you're on you're on. Yeah, and so I, I think I think like that. I don't know many. I, I think that's a very uh, loving trait. One, 
Two, I think for, for again, for a woman or for, you know, a partner, I think that's like an amazing trait to be able to like forgive and just like let it go. Like, yeah, I, I don't even know what that's like. Like I, I harbor things so much and I have to, I'm working on that, but, and I know that's a really bad trait of mine, but to watch that into someone is, and I'll, I'll give it to my wife too. I want my wife to know that she's very similar in that way. And I've just never met, uh, it's very special. So it's a very special trait. All three of you have very, spe- like, because all three of those, I, I definitely cannot smile at times. I, most times I can't smile or I can't do it, especially when I wear my, like my, I can, I just don't think that way. Like it's not even about just but That's how we it. balance each other out if you think about it. Yeah, I don't when know. We've yeah. interacted with other people. We like can all we learn really, from each other. Yeah, we all, even like all of us as a whole, like yeah. we bounce, like it's weird the way we combine, but it's like, it's like fucking Captain Planet, dude. Like when yeah. we combine that shit, yeah. it's just powerful, you know. Yeah, I think I think we're we Voltron. Have, <laughs> Vol- I go with Voltron. Let's go, go. With Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, those those three of for those three traits to you guys, like I will always. I mean, we'll know each other for a lot longer, so it's like one yeah. of those things. Like yeah. I might things might change, and um, you know, I, there might be something someday. We can always do another high five, low five. But those are the ones that I've told you. I think I've told you guys those. Uh, yeah, but I, but I, I just always wanted you guys if, to uh, If I could just, like, expand on that a little bit, it makes it a lot easier to be more forgiving and let things go when you see willing change. And, like, I've told you before, like, you're one of the few people that will, like, admit I have a problem and I'm working on it and I'm truly working on it. So it makes it easy to let things go or to forgive because you're – you're you're one of the few people that will say I made a mistake or I, I have a problem and I'm gonna fix it. You know. Thanks man. So for sure. Thank like you make it you make it really easy. Thanks man. Alright, so that almost that almost uh almost lost there. Okay. <laughs> so the uh next segment we're gonna hit it because <laughs> that uh that topic should be changed to the try not to cry topic because Yeah, definitely <laughs> We are all, we're, I hope we're, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Fergie. Like Shout out to Fergie. Maybe yeah. she'll host a show for us one night. We should have ended on my that. My cousin's one. in I, I kind of, yeah. but I, I like the last one. I think it's a fun one. Okay. That, the last one will be a fast one, uh, too. You want to so, do, oh, sorry, go ahead. Inbelievable History is the next segment we're going to hit. And um, I just want to praise, uh, give a shout out to uh, Nightmare. He's switching the, the overlays really quickly this time. It's like, you're I, made, on point I made one mistake. I'm gonna fix it later. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. But you, you're doing much, doing much, much better. It's still all learning, and and he's got to change him as we go. So, unbelievable history, because obviously that's improper grammar, because it'd be unbelievable history, right? So, unbelievable history is where we imagine we imagine a world. Uh, sorry, it could be a world or a a set a time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter when, but we imagine what all four of us would be in, mm. and you don't get to say yours. So you whatever so like so we're let, so I'm gonna I'll start it off because I want to create the create the scenario. Mm-hmm. So we're in the wild wild west because so the wild west because I wanted to go. So and and I'll create the scenario, but I'm gonna hand it off. You don't get to say what you would be in it, but everybody gets to say what they think you would. Be oh, in it. oh okay. I like so, this. So and the cool thing about it's it, good. The one thing is, it's okay if we repeat it, but I had asked if you don't agree, keep get in your head now before people start talking because. The last, obviously, the last person has the benefit here, but um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna start with. I think, I think I'll go back to Goichi on this one to give it a, to give it a go. Okay. So, so, so Goichi would comment to, to recap. So, so to all of us, 
what we would be in the wild, wild west. Yeah, and what yeah. what I'm implying about that is could be I any, get it. it could be anything. I'll yeah. lead. Got yeah. it. Right. Okay, so first off, I think he would be sheriff for sure because sheriff oversees everybody. He understands like how to take care of the town, what the town needs, and he's a protector of the town. And that's exactly what beef is for us. And like he's like the go-to guy, right? Like if you think about any wild, wild west like scenario or or, or even movie show. Um, usually the sheriff is the one you go to with all the problems right and they're supposed to fix the problem and if they don't like they get the community together and they you know he can form like a group to help him solve whatever issues there are in the town and i think that's you know what beef represents so sheriff um nightmare i feel like you would be the blacksmith like you would be taking care of everyone's guns <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. you'd be taking care of their horses and all that stuff like anything that has to do with like um, mechanics and like building and taking care of people and just like even new like people coming in and you're taking care of their horses and like making sure everything's tidy and like up like you know up to speed and like making sure that they have like uh, uh, I don't know like everything's in place so like even if they left town like they had safe travels like I feel like you'd be a good blacksmith and like caretaker of people like that um, and then coach man so I feel like coach would be the head of the saloon and he would be the guy <laughs> playing the piano. So, like, you'd be working the bar, you'd be the host, oh, and you'd be playing the piano. So, like, you would have your whole saloon to yourself, and you'd have, like, the ladies there, and you'd just be, like, the greeter of the town. So, like, um, I feel like the saloon is where everyone would go to, like, really, like, unload after, like, a, a really horrible day, shitty day, or they just want to get drinks, you know. And, and sometimes it could be hostile, and I feel like you're – you're that big burly guy that would come out of there and you'd be like, get the hell out of my saloon and you'd throw them right out the door. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man, you nailed that. So, I will pass it to... I'll go to Beef. Okay, alright. So, I, I actually, this is, uh, so Blacksmith does guns? Yeah, That's much. a gunsmith, yeah. yeah gunsmith. Oh, okay, yeah, so I thought, yeah. I didn't know, I thought Blacksmith was... Is Black's, I thought Black's like horseshoe. Yeah. yeah, horseshoes. Like, horseshoes. Like that's what that's what I associate. That's what I associated. Like, like, like that was the first thing you know. Like guns and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. It's basically tools. built. Yeah, tools okay. and like anything metal for like houses. Exactly. So I'll start Goichi because this is the I already had one for him. It's it's uh, so you would be like the um, so you'd be the shop owner because I was gonna go uh, saloon is the gambler. You gamble there, right? Yeah, yeah, you can. So I was gonna say you own that, and I was gonna talk oh. about that. You were like the 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 matri- not the matriarch. What's the thing? Matriarch? No, not that. Mater the, D. What was it? Mater D. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but <laughs> I was like, no. What I could I could see you doing though is owning your own business, and then and then your wife would be there. I was about to say her name. Your wife would be there too as well, and you guys would. It would be this like mystical place where like it's it's like almost like because it's wild west right and like mm. there's no exact science yeah where and i don't know if this existed back then but like <laughs> where like they do spices on like so if someone's okay. got a shotgun like got a shot or a shot <laughs> been shot the, in the chest or something they would be like go to goichi and then you would come in and then like you would have this like you know herbal you, remedy you would have some fo- yeah some herbs going on and then you See would show them the, that you would be trying to to push um Eastern, because Eastern ways, yeah. right? You thought Eastern. the Indians had teepees. Wait till you see <laughs> <Yeah>. mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, like, especially store owner too. I could see it like, but also people totally go down. for you for like almost like oracle like wisdom uh, mindset. <laughs> so like you're you're in the shop oh and it's not a shop where you're in. There Sign for, me like, up. You're you're not like oh I'm gonna just go in and leave like yeah. it's not like a McDonald's you know quick in and out experience. You're you're sitting there and you're like yeah you're getting talked to about it you know like, I like and, that. yeah it's like and it 
you kind of don't know what every experience is going to be like, but it's always unique, and that's what, <laughs> that's pretty much the, so I imagine oh that. Oh my god, we need to make that happen. Okay, so, I actually think you would be an outlaw. Yay. Yeah, so I think you're an outlaw, okay. and, um, and he would be your sidekick. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that could be a TV god, show, man. We... It would, it would oh be a great, I, I think you would be, you guys would go town to town, and you'd be almost vigilante-like. Not, not uh, outlaws in the sense that you're, um, you, you both, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not like going in and hurting others, but you're correcting, like very similar to Tombstone with uh, Wyatt Earp. Yes. Or like, uh, what is, um, what's that movie with, ta- what's, uh, what's that, it's all the, with Tonto, um, he had silver, silver, no, he had silver bullets. Uh, keep going. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Lone Ranger. Talking about Johnny Lone Depp. Ranger. Lone oh, Ranger. Lone Ranger. Yeah. yeah. So I, so I kind of foresee that because uh, I could see you guys also working as a team, and I, I had other ones in my head, but uh, Guichi yeah, kind of said it, and I also wanted to like throw a, throw a wrench in this. That's a good one. But um, but yeah, I could see you guys working together, like going town to town, and you come in and you clean the town. You know, especially towns in the Wild West, the you know if they have one sheriff and it's one sheriff versus, you know, an army or a bunch of people. You guys have this, you know, skilled, skilled gun, um, especially you, uh, Nightmare with like your, your skill set. And you could easily come in and clean, clean the crime out of that town and people would be grateful and you keep moving on. So you're, mm. you're kind of like Texas Walker, Texas Ranger, how you just keep <laughs> traveling in a sense. But um, I would say both. And then uh, Spencer's kind of like the fun guy where like yeah. as, as like you guys are taking out crime and taking the people out or, you know, you're either locking them out or you're <laughs> locking them down or. You do have a punchline that you say. It's kind of one-liner. It's kind of like when the wet bandits attack, uh, broke into every home in Home Alone. Or sticky bandits. Sticky bandits, yeah, in the second sticky one. Bandits. You, you kind of had that, like, you know, that thing going on. But uh, I also envision you, like, Coach, where uh, I'm thinking of uh, – there's a there's a movie where it's like a bear and he's a – it's an older movie where he's a bear and a um, – I want to say it's like Five O Goes West. Is he a bear? He's not a bear he's in not it. He's not a bear. Brother bear? But the, it's the the sheriff. <laughs> oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Is I'm thinking of that cat. I'm thinking of that cat in Five Goes West. Oh my god! Oh. You guys remember like the? Yeah. the I've seen Five Goes West. Oh my! There's so five. So they they take it. It's kind of a similar story of like, hey, there's there's a bad guy in the town, and the sheriff's like afraid. Yeah. The sheriff's like not yeah. none of those, and then there's Five and then the cat. The cat's like, <laughs> is is a coach, and he's coming, and you're like Five in this situation, and you guys are, you and he's you know. But it was like one of those. We talked about Kremlin, or is it Kremlin from Dragon Ball? Krillin. Krillin. I always keep doing that. <laughs> Krillin had the belief that no matter what, because uh, he always lose, but he'd always go into fights no matter what for his friends. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like the cat was in this movie. He was like, he really didn't believe he was gonna win, and but he believed that he'd come in. And uh, so I believe you're a combination of that because you're you're easygoing coach, and you're you would also have a sweet punchline as you're you know. Just effing things up. The and, Biggie Smalls and bandits. You would go into that saloon, you know, saloon, and you'd, you know, all the, you'd be talking to everybody, and you'd be like the highlight of the town as as Nightmare oh, is walking in the saloon, <laughs> analyzing who's cheating at the poker table and who needs to be punished for. He's like the Punisher. I'm the Punisher of. So, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll pass it off. I I think we it's just been us two, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll do Nightmare. On Nightmare. The okay. Uh, I think. I think for me, Goichi nailed it on the head for Coach. Coach, you would definitely be running the saloon. No no BS. I'm pouring your drinks, but if you get out of line, I'm tossing you out. Uh, definitely, definitely running the saloon, in my opinion. 
uh, Goichi, I don't know why, but I see you working for the railroad. Oh, man. You should have said mine. <laughs> mine, some, some sort of like. I am Japanese American, just yeah, letting you know, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, not, not, historic not yeah. building, the, not building the railroad. Not building the railroad. Working for okay. the railroad. It's unbelievable, okay. right? Getting those. Getting those Talk t- about full circle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did I just do a racism? Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I felt it a little bit. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like okay, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. No, just like, just like uh, clearing the way, getting the land, clearing the way for the oh, railroad okay. to, for progress and you know, getting, getting, it, getting it done. Um, beef, I see you with a bunch of land in like it like having like half of it owning like half of a state and just and just own and just being away from people and not <laughs> not dealing like with accurate. making sure making sure he doesn't buy your land yeah just like going just enjoying your land like enjoy- the railroad has to get through my land yeah and and you're like, like no, no. <laughs> like yeah. Oh my but God. yeah you have a whole series of cowboys yeah and through. you would be just you know Enjoying your land, going on hikes, and yeah. and living cattle off the herder, land, cattle, cattle herder, yeah, free grazer, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it would, that's what you'd be for me nice. is is you would be enjoying life the way you enjoy it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 mine. Should I, coach, should coach, we got one more, right? Oh yeah, coaches. Yeah, coach. Sorry. All right, hold on to your butts here, guys. I got I got something Stop for you. Stop with the Jurassic Park references. <laughs> <laughs> what he said, Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. So, uh, Nightmare, I've got you pegged for the sheriff. Ooh. Because I got I got you pegged for the sheriff because you're going to have the giant gun collection uh, in town. And you're going to monitor uh, firearms for everybody. I've got Goichi as the town barber. Because he's just going to... He's going to... I feel like that warm personality... And just shooting straight with people, taking care of everybody. Wait, uh, coach, then really quick. Yeah. Remember the barbers back then were also dentists? Oh, geez. So, oh, yeah. So, so you, could, <laughs> you could be the dentist, too. Yeah, why not? Just throw that You'd be real head. honest. Like, hey, that tooth's got to come out. You're just going to be straight up with them. Let's take your leg while we're at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's what's causing your toothache is that left leg of yours. So I might as well lose that. Make too, being a dentist and a barber. Oh my god! god. Yeah, money hand over fist. (laughs) And then I've got I've got beef. I had I had two different things here that I was trying to really decide between. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I see beef being. I could see beef being like the the judge in like the county or the town. Oh man, that's a hang on. Oh man, good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I don't know, I just, like, you have, like, this presence and this, like, persona about you where you can, like, I think, like, Wild West, like, in the West and stuff, like, I get it, there probably weren't, like, a ton of judges around, but where there were, like, a judge or, like, going around, it's, like, you have, like, that reasoning of just, like, oh, shit, well, you're guilty? Yeah, well, okay, cool, then you get to, you get, you get to hang. Like, <laughs> like no, nonsense, no nonsense attitude, it's just, like, you everyone gets to hang. Worse. See ya. 
So basically, I'm horse goes too. <laughs> so basically, I'm cleaning up crime in a lot of your guys's. Yes. And, and beef is enacting my my lawful rule in, in yeah in, in coach's world. So I'm, it's like Boss Hog and uh, what's what's his face in uh, Duke's Hazard here. It's a swing and a miss. I've never seen it. From uh from Hannah. Mom. <laughs> from Hannah Mom in the chat, he uh she's got you pegged as the pastor. Oh my no, she, she's no way. <laughs> no way. I'm gonna light on fire. Holy, I get the holy water to drown me out with it. That's how you get people to believe. I'm a judge and I, I send people to death and judge as the executioner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like I do church on Sundays and the rest of the week is uh, is judge. Oh yeah, you give them their last. You give them their last rights. And then Monday is like the day. <laughs> yeah. Good day Sunday. Yeah. Now we're on shitty Monday. Yeah. I sent. I sent yeah. you to death on Monday, and then on on Wednesday you're giving last rights. Yes. <laughs> I'm a preacher, man. Like that's I need a, that's work. A good gig. Yeah. I need work, so I'm like trying. You're not getting any donations yeah, from just, your church. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like I just randomly pick somebody to like put put against. We gotta stay in business, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to also know what who is did we have when you look at us three like did, it was in, I I feel like nobody said the same thing for me nobody said the same thing for Goichi you were the consistent one yep I was yeah, the like I was the sheriff cleaning up crime cleaning up crime person yeah, crime fighter blacksmith yeah. and did and then coach said blacksmith right or a gunsmith uh, uh, no, it was a saloon saloon, saloon guy yeah oh, was no, the, no, coach said coach said uh, nightmare was the yeah I was the sheriff I was the sheriff to coach I was he was a gunsmith yeah gunsmith and, pretty much and you, and I was an outlaw fighter. vigilante for you yeah yeah for sure okay yeah I was just kind of seen and then coach had two saloons yeah so he's uh the two saloons okay Dude, I'm so were... excited to live in the western world yeah I thought well because <laughs> like, you know what actually brought that was uh if you guys ever watched the uh it's a show but it was also based on a movie too it's called Westworld. It's on yeah. HBO, and it's, they go, it's like, it's great, great, uh, they're robots, like, they create a world, like, almost like Disneyland, but it's where you can actually be whatever you want in the, this world, and it's Western, but it, it also, in the other seasons, progresses, right? Is it, is it like a, um, it's like a theme park. It's, yeah, it's like a theme park, but is it only, is it only Wild Wild West, or is it, are there, like, different genres? Yeah, I don't want to say do? anything, I, I don't want to answer that. Okay. Because if you, it, especially Fair. if you haven't watched it, I recommend. It's one of those movies. It's one of those shows where it's like it, sh- it could be a movie kind of thing. Mm. But if you, if you imagine that world of like, man, I you go, you have to pay like a crazy amount of money to to visit it. Oh, crazy. But it, it kind of reminds me of like Assassin's Creed because like they're they're going back into a time where it's it's the setting is old school, but then like they're futuristic, like they're from the future. So okay. it's kind of like that, where like you're you're in the future, but you're going to like an old school. Yeah, like you want to go back to that nostalgia, but live it. Exactly. Yeah. That is cool. And you can choose whatever mm-hmm. version you want, and it's like it's. Yeah. But the, the cool part, the here's and this is the robot. I get hung like immediately because I'm like Japanese trying to go into a western world. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> well, that's like you the, imagine? the whole thing with uh, so they they go in they go into that partly, and I don't want to say too much. Yeah. They go into like some part, a good part of the history, but they'll go into that, and then the robots start to go their artificial intelligence starts to go haywire they become sentient or something yeah right? so they start to like become self-aware mm. and it's like uh, but yeah it's a, it's a really good show but it kind of spawned so unbelievable history spawned from that and being able to jump in that so that, that's, that's another cool. one that, that's that could a fun be a fun segment. time but so the, the last one i was gonna do catch me if you can which will be really fast here but we'll do that next time is uh the next segment is going to be ultimate present and i, se- I spelled that right right that's present as in now 
Pres oh, how do you say president? Isn't it president like as in gets to? It's the same. Same spelling. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. I was like, man, my name is so bad. So, so I was like, so this is not ultimate now, but ultimate, like the ultimate president that you've ever gotten. So I thought about this when I was, and I'm going to actually start this one um, because I want to kind of give it, this could be the gift you receive now or when you were very little. And it could be for Christmas. It could be for your birthday. It, it could be a gift that is not mm. tangible. It could okay. be intangible. But essentially, the gift to you mm. is this gift that literally, like, you just, you still remember it to this day. Like, could be, so, and so my, my gift, my gift is, like, one of, it actually wasn't a gift for me, but I used it. Um, that's, but, like, I have, I have two, but actually, no, I'll, I'll do the other. I'll do it because it was my gift. But, um. And I, I'm going to find this online because I would think when we, we post this on YouTube, this is a good one to post because mm -hmm. this is like the trickiest one. So um, my uncle Terry got me this and it was a Space Jam. I hope we can find it online, but it, it was kind of like Battleship in a way. Like, you know, Battleship, you have two, the point of Battleship, you, each one has a, so you have like your board and then the person, they can't, you can't see each other, right? So the game was, is it was attached and it was a, um, a basketball like where you flipped it mm -hmm. and it would flick and go in and you would race each other okay. so you would set it off and it would be like and it would say you know it had bugs daffy michael jordan said stuff and it the whole thing was like designed so it was like you had one side so i was it's like I battleships was in, but basketball style with basketball yeah and we're just we're just flicking the thing and trying to get okay. it in and it was like and you're you're racing and it's like a minute mm -hmm. and and it was so cool where like it kept like you just flick it and Again, Space Jam was like nostalgia for me, like, or it was always that like movie for me when I was growing up. Where when I was sick, I'd always watch that movie. So it was like th this game. I still think it's the coolest toy I've ever seen, and uh, I, I th to this day I don't know what happened to it. It just went out of my life. Like it wasn't like there was a, a rite of passage where I was like, you know, we had to give it up. It just mm -hmm. it disappeared one day. Like I don't know if my mom ran it over or something, and yeah. like it just disappeared. Or but uh, that was the that that gift for me like blew my mind completely. And I'll, I'm gonna pass it to Coach at, based on based on that. But I want to hear again. It could be any any time, or it could be now or when you're a child. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I forget what um, what I got this for. I'm pretty sure it was for Christmas, and I think it was a gift actually for uh, myself and my brother that year but it was a ping pong table uh that our parents got us and it not only is like just like having your own ping pong table like freaking awesome but just how many memories we were able to make through that ping pong table and we actually uh, i'm pretty sure my parents still have it in the garage unless they've gotten rid of it and through like it being warped and you know hasn't really been out in years and stuff but we used to have like tournaments in our garage between uh like family members that came over or friends that would come over uh my dad had a ping pong table growing up so he got to like you know whip out his old ping pong skills from back in the day and he owned our ass for a while until we like tried to figure out like how to beat him but uh that was uh that was probably like an, an ultimate present for me because it just like not only was it fun and it was like countless hours were spent playing that. Um, but just like how, who we got to play with and like spending time with uh, my dad and like my friends and uh, just family and stuff. Like even my mom got out there and played a couple of times. So it just kind of was like an activity that was like, it was, 
it, it meant a lot more than looking back on it now than I think it did. Like you could really realize in the present with it. So. Go get a nightmare. Oh man, I've got a like got a couple like just like um, superficial like just things like uh, the laptop right now I'm streaming on was a was a birthday present from my parents. Oh, uh, it was. One. It was uh, when I had lost my job, and I was looking for a job. I had like had no, virtually no income, and they were, and my old laptop was literally falling apart. the The top, the screen was like detached from the, and it barely turned on. And they, you know, put in for a new laptop and helped me, you know, apply to jobs and get me into get me in, in, in it got me into, you know, PC gaming and it got me, in, you know, it, it's gotten me into like figure out how to do all the stuff that we're doing now. And it just kind of dipped my toe in the pool. Um, probably a, one of the, it wasn't a personal gift, but it was a family vacation. It was, we went to Hawaii and like that was just, that's just so cool. And, you know, uh, snorkeling and, you know, road to Hana was pretty, was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that whole that whole vacation was was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, how about you, Beef? Well, I can oh, repeat wait. mine. Oh yeah, we'll go, go Goichi. Goichi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that Space Jam, just like reversed. your parents did. <laughs> uh, so for me, it's definitely I'll never forget it. it. I wasn't even a teenager. I was a little kid, and uh, my brother and I always grew up playing cowboys and Indians. Um, well, of course, we use our imagination, but we were always cowboys with our little cap guns and stuff like that. Um, but what was cool was Knott's Berry Farm actually had, uh, the, they have this area, this old town of like a western town, but they have like a gun shop there for kids pretty much with air, air oh, rifles yeah, yeah. and they have yeah. cap guns and it's all displayed like how you would be like in a movie. So as a kid, like we ate that up every time. We, and I feel bad for my, my, my dad mainly because every time we went to Knott's Berry Farm, we like begged him to uh to get us a gun or, so, or something gun? yep yeah the pop gun yeah. and and the cap gun so yeah like cool. mm-hmm. my brother and i we had a collection of guns right but i had an all-time favorite like pump action air rifle uh it was like just a regular like cowboy rifle but it was uh it was like the pump one the red rider red rider rifle yeah, pretty right much out. red rider yeah. rider rifle right but it wasn't like a branded one it was just like one mm-hmm. from Knott's Berry farm but i'll never forget like my cousin came over christmas eve and he left it out, and my dogs chewed it up. Oh, it was man. my favorite rifle, right? Oh, and shit. It happened that night, okay? It happened that night of Christmas Eve. I wrote an emergency letter to Santa Claus asking for a Red Rider rifle, like a new one. Christmas morning comes. I open all my gifts. No rifle. My dad tells me to look behind the tree. It's a Red Rider rifle. And I knew there's no way he could have got it in Knott's Berry Farm. Because they were closed by that time, like, we found out. So, it blew my mind. And this rifle was even better oh. than the one I had before. It was labeled. It had a design, etched design in wood on the stock of Red Rider on his, like, horse and everything holding the rifle. And it had, like, leather tethering to it. It was metal on the other end. It was the sickest thing ever. And I just, like, from that day on, I was like, Santa's fucking real. Because <laughs> <Like>, there's <laughs> no And he still is. And till this day, my parents didn't tell me, like, how yeah. like yeah so it, that lives you. on nope. that mystery is great yeah, yeah so it lives on in my memories and like i'll never forget that like the feeling of like getting that rifle you know as a kid and like 
because man when i saw mine destroyed by my dogs like it was all chewed up like there was no way to repair it because my brother would like use duct tape or whatever to fix mm-hmm. our stuff but man that feeling on christmas day and like to get it at the end of all my christmas gifts like oh man it was a good feeling so Dude, your that's, parents, that's a yeah. that's a clutch moment yeah that's why was. we're different is because i would want to know so bad now, i like the mystery man that yeah it's so magical i'd so. want to know did, remember did you have you guys uh did you guys see the little dick uh little di- we've talked about it. you actually uh nightmare so if you guys ever seen the show dave on hulu um and it the reason why i'm bringing this up is it the final one of the final moments was the sister talks about as a speech for her her sister getting married so she's like the the what's the maid right, of honor, maid of honor. Yeah. she's the maid of honor she's talking about per, uh, preserving that magic mm. and like i forgot i don't remember exactly what she was preserving i think it was santa i think it was it was, santa. A, it was a magician that they were seeing. oh it was about magic yeah and preserving how important mm-hmm. it is to preserve that magic and then that but like that like how parents do that for us you know like yeah. that sacrifice of like keeping certain things special and I know that is pretty. Yeah, why? Why would you want to know that? Because it's like it's already kind of cool that they, you know, you it know was. the truth. But it's like even as we got older, like I talked about it with my parents, and they never told me. But I just thought cool. it was so cool that that happened. So, yeah, and man, that toy was. Uh, I had a lot can of good memories with that playing with my brother. So can I have their number so I can ask them? <laughs> 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 like, Nightmare just totally ruins it the next time. Like he waits. Till I wouldn't tell you. I just need to know. He just starts yelling. Where did out, you go? That's that's really good. So. Yeah. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can catch us live on Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch at Long Live Junto. And just in case you missed the live stream on Twitch, you can check out the full video podcast on YouTube. If you liked our segments today and you want to add to that segment, you can comment and like on our YouTube and Reddit page. Thanks from all of us at Long Live Junto and good night.